0: Welcome to episode 20 of the Film is Dead podcast. The date is the 29th of November, 2020. And my name is John. Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm James. Hi, you guys. How are we doing?
1: Doing good, mate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, all good. Good How to see you both all? again.
0: Yeah, you do. Yeah, It's been, been,
1: been a, a while, hasn't it? It has been a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, been a few
0: oh. weeks since it. Yeah. I think it was uh, well November the fifth. Was not it the last time we uh, did one? That one was, five, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah, over so three weeks. Yeah. What have you guys been up to in that time? Nick, you've got some news, I believe.
1: As in new job? Is that what you're referring? to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got a new job. Uh, I'm, I'm now a, a working man. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm,
2: completely I'm, changed, changed your uh, yeah. Entire- but-
1: Went from went from working in an office, sitting on my ass all day, and now I'm a, I'm doing one of the trades. Uh, yeah. Well, I say one of them. I'm doing. I'm working in the trades, learning them all as I go along, kind of thing. Very
0: good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. nice no, one we were saying before, weren't we? Uh, like 18 months ago, we all worked in the same office, and we'd we'd all worked there for years. Yeah, yeah, and now like eighteen months later, none of us work there. We've all escaped.
1: No, all no. of us escaped. Yeah, <laughs> the
0: world is a different place now, isn't it? I mean, it really is. Yeah, yeah. It is.
2: things have changed
0: in, that, in that eighteen months. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, it's frightening. Really, It is, it is.
2: I feel like they're beginning of a sci-fi
0: about... uh, sort of thing. Yeah, this dystopian future or something. Yeah, uh, talking on on the. Men on the Joe Rogan podcast lines. Uh, <laughs> so, I thing of the other day, this isn't a conspiracy theory or anything. This is an actual, these are actual facts I'm giving you here. Normally, we have 17,000 flu deaths a year in the UK on average. This year, we have, as of the uh, start of November, I think it is, we've had 394 flu deaths.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's amazing. We're doing something right then.
1: No, no, I think they're just um, counting flu deaths as COVID deaths, aren't they?
0: Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean, yeah. That just shows how inflated the uh, the COVID numbers are kind of thing. So we can basically remove the amount of um You can basically take seventeen thousand off COVID deaths. Off the actual total figure <laughs> then, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, way an up to date figure of the deaths in the UK. COVID. Yeah, I think is it in the forty thousands now. I think so it's like twenty. What is it like thirty thousand then? Really, twenty five thousand really? Maybe, but even then, like a lot of those deaths are just like people who've tested positive within the last twenty a days. Car crash or something, or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or okay, suicide. Uh, definitely a bit uh, <laughs> a bit strange.
2: I can suicide rates are probably up this. Uh... Did you, this see, year.
1: did you see in Japan? Like I saw a new story in it today. Uh, this month, I think it is, um Japan have had more suicides than they've had COVID deaths all year.
3: <laughs> really? Wow.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh my god. So about Aokigahara Gahara forest in Japan, the suicide forest is just full of like hung up dead bodies now, isn't yeah. it? Then? More yeah. so I, mean, than it was I mean, it's
1: not a surprise, no, but I, like if people have been locked down there, which I assume they have been, um, like it's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I think the economy yeah. suffered
3: and people's
2: mental health suffered. And obviously, I'm not saying that Covid is, is a lie or anything like that, but uh, there's been a lot of uh negative things that have happened due to the trying to suppress it,
3: yeah,
0: no. yeah. That's the thing that people keep forgetting. Like, it's got a mortality rate of point zero point two. You
1: know, mm. it's, it, the reason it's such an issue is because it's so spreadable, isn't it? It's nothing to do with like yeah. how many people. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, I don't know anybody
2: personally, but I know people who know people who have died of it. So I'm not saying you know it's, it's, it's not a thing to worry about, but
0: but yeah. it is an unusual wow. one. I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, it just feels a bit like, considering the mortality rate 0.2, the reaction to it is just so, like, just heavy-handed kind of thing. It's going to cause so many other deaths from other reasons, you know, Yeah, and the suicide effects and stuff like that.
1: Alcoholism. And just
0: like, uh, yeah, <laughs> literally. Uh, but literally, that's the thing, like, just people's general health, because they're not going out and doing anything, you know what I mean? Like, General health yeah. will deteriorate. Yeah. And just the amount of like conditions that are going undiagnosed because, like, they're just not being able to like get to like screenings and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. uh,
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very strange time. But I mean, there's certain parts
2: of the world that are back to normal. I know people who live in Thailand and people who live in China now who are, you know, going to parties and, you know, there's no restrictions as such anymore. Or they're a lot more lax now. It's back to normal in a lot of countries. Yeah, um, but I think maybe that's because of the fact that they dealt with it better at the beginning. Now, I mean, I don't know whether America or UK have really dealt with it properly since the beginning.
1: No, it was fucking trollop at the beginning, um the mm-hmm. re- reaction from the government, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. The the way the UK've handled it, I think we're like one of the worst in the world, aren't we? Yeah. We've been we've been hit the hit the worst uh financially and hit the worst like in terms of deaths and stuff. Yeah. They just they just mishandled it right from the very start.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, because of last time we spoke on the fifth of, of November, I I remember saying I don't think I think Donald Trump is just gonna is gonna walk it and he's just gonna be fine. But I stand corrected. Thank God. Uh, and it, <laughs> there's been a lot of a lot of things have happened in in a couple in these three weeks or four weeks, haven't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been a bit been a busy month, hasn't it? Really. Uh, Indeed. We're coming out of lockdown on Wednesday, I believe.
3: Yep.
0: Wednesday the 2nd will be up. Into yeah, a we'll new lockdown, lockdown. A, a slightly different lockdown. But a, a lesser yeah. lockdown. Thing. We'll transition into a tier two, won't we? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, but they've they've upped the kind of uh, rules for each tier, though, haven't they? So like tier two yes. is essentially what tier three was. And tier three yeah. is yeah. like a whole other tier. Yeah, it's, it's changed me. a little bit.
0: The main thing they're hitting is the pubs in it and stuff like that. Yeah, so pubs will be allowed to reopen
2: again in Warrington and uh, some other places in the Northwest. Not all of them, because I think Manchester and Liverpool are two completely different tiers. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: And London is doing all right.
0: Are they considering they've probably got one of the highest, the, the worst R ratings in the, in the whole of the country? Yeah, definitely. They can't, uh, they can't lock London down, can they? <laughs> but no. uh, the, uh, the thing with the tier two thing, the, the thing that's been mainly hit is the pubs, and uh, you can only open if you offer a substantial meal. And uh, there's all kinds of, like, rules around it where they've said that as soon as you finish as as soon as you finish eating, you cannot order another beer. That's it. You're done. Oh, so you can just leave half your meal on the plate and just, you know...
2: Exactly. So the people, what like, find ways around it. Could you order a plate of just plain pasta
0: so it's just cheap so you don't feel bad wasting it or something like that, or... Oh, I saw uh, what I can't think where the pub was now. One pub's offering to do a thing like that where they're serving like refillable pasta, like bottomless pasta. So you can just keep getting like a refill on pasta constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a pasta so, with like a, a ketchup or something like that. I mean,
2: you can eat it, it's not going to be great, but why not? Yeah, just keep uh, drinking the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just leave your last shell till the end. I'm presuming it shells.
1: Well, if, if, there are, <laughs> if it's refillable pasta, it's like bottomless pasta, then. Like you can just keep eating on that, couldn't you? Just keep getting more.
2: Having a couple yeah. of slices of pasta, yeah.
1: Slices. Yeah. That sounds like a lovely <laughs> night.
2: That sounds like a lovely evening as well. Actually, that doesn't even sound like you're trying to mess about with the system. I oh, know it sounds nice, doesn't it?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So the people are finding ways around it and stuff. But it, it feels a bit like it feels a bit like the, there's some kind of like culture change being forced upon us. As if, like, someone decided, like, right, pubs have to go. No more pubs yeah. anymore. So it's like they're trying to, trying to actively, like, close down pubs. Yeah. And, like, like, no more cinemas, get rid of the cinemas. No more high street shopping, get rid of that. Just feels yeah. like, uh, again, going back into the Joe Rogan conspiracy theories. Well. Yeah. Fe- feel
1: I- It feels to me like they're trying to uh, uh, just kind of give the money to the kind of one percenters, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, yeah. like Like, because the people that have... Um, Come out of this, like looking good. Are the people like Jeff Bezos, um, Nikola, not Nikola Tesla, <laughs> um, Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah, that's what you mean. Uh,
0: Nikola Tesla spinning in his grave at that comment. <laughs> yeah,
2: <I don't
1: laughs> mean... <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk used name naming name. But um, yeah, so like, um, I think obviously, like all the um, MPs and stuff, they're all coming out of here looking great, aren't they? They're about to get a pay rise, I believe. Yeah. That's
2: Boris right. has said uh, he's walking, hasn't he? Boris has said he's not getting paid enough. He said 500, is it 500 grand, on? I think so, something like that. And it, think, he said, I, oh, that's just not enough for me. Well, isn't that yeah. just like a sort of exactly...
1: I think he's saying after he's... I, I
2: hate to sort of bring politics into it, but you kind of have to. It's such a Tory thing to say, that, isn't
1: it? I think what he said is um once, he, once he's kind of done with this whole situation pandemic and all it's going to step down from being prime minister and because uh what's her name theresa may is um is making more money doing like uh speeches and stuff than he, than he is as prime minister well that's what happens
2: yeah that's what, i mean I, I think um it's the same with what's his name isn't it uh what's that warmongering tory guy oh the labor uh tony blair Tony Blair, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's made way more money from doing his seminars and uh, books and stuff like that than he ever did um, pillaging the, the Middle East.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> so it just goes yeah. to show, doesn't it? I mean, I, I some people, when you see people wearing a Corbyn T-shirt, no, no, I mean, Corbyn seems like one of the more sane politicians, but he's still a politician at the end of the day. And yeah. Tories and Labour... They're both
0: scum. They're both out for themselves, in my opinion. <laughs> but, like, uh, that's kind of, the, again, I don't, I don't want to sound like Joe Rogan or anything, or like trying to bring some, like, working-class divide into it. But yeah. that's what that's what annoys me so much about this whole thing. The people calling for these lockdowns constantly are the middle-class middle, middle class and upwards, the people who aren't affected by them. They're the ones who can just sit at home, like, you know, happily, they could happily afford to survive all these lockdowns. So they're the ones calling for them. And the yeah. restrictions, the people uh, like us, who, you know, who need yeah. to work and stuff, to like level one, I mean, we're the ones who are being affected no, by more. all this stuff. Know, yeah, yeah. That right? We're the ones who have to pay for all this, but with tax rises and stuff like that in years yeah. to come. Yeah. So.
2: And I, I, know, I was the other, the other week. I, I was completely, completely wrong. I thought Donald Trump. I, I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but I thought that Donald Trump was just going to be still.
1: Prime doing his shit, yeah, but he president. kind of is,
2: isn't he? It's so strict. He's, he's trying, him. yeah. He's definitely he's trying. It's so funny, though. I mean, I, I don't think anybody has ever. Uh, he's only served one term. He was impeached at one point, pretty much. And then now he's sort of like, oh, God, he's like, it's the sorest loser ever. And I know. He's, he's, he's open, like. You need a recount.
1: Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> open lawsuits <laughs> with pretty much every state, um, say, um stating that they're all like fraudulent. That just name. screams yeah. insecure.
2: But did you see, insecure, insignificant. you see the one last week though?
1: Like last week, uh, was it Pennsylvania? Okay. I mean, I don't know where it was, but yeah, it did a lawsuit to get them recounted, and they recounted, and it came out even more in Joe Biden's favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forget
0: that one, lads. Uh, it's Friday. Yeah that's happened since the last podcast answer.
1: Yeah, a lot
2: has fucking happened hasn't it i, I mean I, yeah. I watched charlie brooker um, at the beginning of lockdown he did uh, antibacterial wipe oh, i feel yeah. like, I now, like you need to do a follow up to this now cuz i
1: he needs to do like not even the half of it you best do like a 2020 wipe at the end of this year that would be class
2: you might hope he does yeah. he, he said the world doesn't need another black mirror at the minute so may, maybe maybe no, focus
1: we're, but this, no sure. we're living in black mirror at the moment so yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, maybe more, maybe more shows. Maybe this will be the thing um, at the end of the year. Like it will be like, "How oh, did you How oh, did you enjoy the next season of uh, Black Mirror? You've, you've uh, orchestrated this whole year for you." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that'd be That'd be annoying, wouldn't it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can see him doing a feature length, though. I can see a Black Mirror being a feature length in the future.
1: Well, he did that. Uh, um, Band of that. Yeah, Band yeah.
2: of that's, Apparently the lawsuit for that only ended a few weeks ago.
1: There was To lawsuit. do with
2: a, a um, choose-your-own-adventure book company. I mean, ah, the most right. famous choose-your-own-adventure one is like Fighting Fantasy, isn't it? That, that, that's the one from the 80s and stuff like that. That's the one I remember as a
0: kid.
3: Oh
2: yeah, cool I, had,
0: I had Fighting Fantasy books. There was another one as well. There was two brands, and I can't yeah. think what the other one was. Well, I think that's the one that, that Charlie Brooker's sort of uh,
2: Black Mirror parodied and that's and that's the company that got pissed off. But really, if anything, ah, they got more publicity out of it. No, no one no choose reads choose your own adventure books anymore, do they?
0: I actually I, ordered a no, couple have... eBay
2: about a year ago and it a brilliant Oh really?
0: <laughs> I didn't even know they were
2: selling things to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well they are older ones, these are like eighties or nineties books. Yeah, people.
0: yeah.
2: I loved them when I was a kid. I had loads. There was one called um I always Star Strider. it was the first one I ever I ever read. That was like a, a post-apocalyptic future one, a bit like a Star Wars-y sort of one. And then this this other one I've recently discovered. I can't remember the name of it now, but it's uh, Mad Max, basically. Like, there's, You're in a car, you drive down the road, and like, you've got bullets in your car and stuff. Cool if you're into uh, RPGs, but can't be asked being a nerd and getting a board game and
3: stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I used to
0: cheat loads as well with the books. Yeah, you're
2: not going to... I'm not going to turn 150
0: pages one way and then I'm going to keep my finger in that page. And Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. If you chose a bad choice and I up dying, you're, just, you're not going to start again, are you? You just go back nah, to I the previous choice. Just... <laughs> but the beauty is on some of them, you can start from up, like from the beginning again and go through a different path, which is,
2: I think is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Interesting idea, Bandersnatch. Probably one of the worst Black Mirror episodes, though, I'd agree, would we agree on that?
1: Yeah. I didn't
2: watch it. Yeah, I maybe. Mean, yeah, yeah. The young fella that was in um what's that one well, not by the guy who did lobster?
0: Um Oh, uh Killing of the Sacred Day. Killing of a Sacred Day, yeah. What's yeah, what,
2: some of I think so. Don't hold me to it. It looks as weird as him, maybe I'm wrong, but All right. I'll
1: I'll find out for by... you.
0: Yeah, I think the guy from Killing of a Sacred Day was called like Barry Keoghan or something like that. It's a weird like Irish name.
2: Oh no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong, completely wrong. It's um he was in Shit, in there? Nick, is there any way you can help us with this?
1: <laughs> Shows your pen, John. Shows your pen. Um pen. Pen? Will yeah. Will Poulter was the guy. That you might be thinking of.
0: Oh, in a Pandasnatch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Was he in.? It was, was in we, we Are the Millers. He was, he was like the. We are the
0: Millers. That's the. Fossil. Yeah. He was, Great the lad, film. In, a... He was uh... in a Midsummer as well.
1: Yeah, he was. he was. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer.
0: Wait, wait. Have we got the same pen there, Jimbo?
2: Yeah, that's what I was trying to. Uh... Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Licky. Oh, I love them pens, Yeah, where was yours made? uh how do you find
1: out We, separate we should, on the side we should, we should point out it. we should point out to people listening that you're actually referring to the pens that are on the video yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're,
2: by they're a big pen and they've got a, a green one a, a blue one a red one and a black
1: yeah uh, you've got like the multiple colors in one pen haven't you a, a multiple cookie yeah. pen man does, say does it say john pens.
2: It doesn't because I remember one time. This is you've held this pen before, John, because when we worked together, the World Cup yeah. was on a couple of years ago, and oh, Tunisia would yeah. just beat England, and it's made in Tunisia, and you threw the pen on the floor.
0: Is that my pen? Have you stole my no, pen?
2: It, uh, no, no, it's my <laughs> pen. But I, uh, you looked on the side. I, I said, "We, we I used, we used to play games like, where was this item made? Remember?" I don't remember that. Well, maybe we, maybe we did it once, and, uh, <laughs> and we, this was that time. <laughs> We
0: did a lot of mad shit in work, though, didn't we? <laughs>
2: yeah, that that, that that
0: was times were so crazy. I'll uh, move on to a bit of news, if that's okay. Yeah? Uh, you probably both heard, but Wonder Woman 84 is now with a debut uh, on HBO. Matt. What do they call it? But uh, what what do they call that
1: streaming
0: service? Max. HB, HBO Max. H, yeah, HBO Max. That's it. Did we get that in England? Do we? Or? No. No. That's the annoying thing.
1: We 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 don't get Buddy to see it, do we?
0: No. I imagine it'll be in cinemas. But I mean, if cinemas are even open at Christmas, I don't know. Well, well, I but, think uh, cinemas will be open in a few days.
1: Well, did tier, with tier two, do cinemas reopen? Yeah, I believe so. But it's any world closed before lockdown, though, didn't it? Because yeah, they just, Cineworld will... just just shut indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. So really they...
2: indefinitely.
1: They probably won't. Yeah. Oh,
2: so that's well, the... that's it now. The one, in... the one that's just been made in. No, it, it, it
1: will reopen eventually, but I think until a time probably next um, spring. Um, yeah, they're, they're gonna stay closed because they're just not getting enough money to justify paying the paying the fucking electric bill, mate. <laughs> Yeah, Which that's shame.
0: totally it. They've said that they can't just... Like, it's not uh, not feasible to remain open. So they're just shut now until films have been released again, basically. And I don't think... Yeah. I don't think Wonder until Woman... comes out, probably, next year. Yeah, yeah. So I think that... But, like, it's so odin will be open again, but you just never know. It could be day-to-day. They could shut again at any point, you know what I mean? So... I remember... Um,
2: I was going to go and see Tenet and I, I don't know why, I just didn't do it and then I was just left it too late and now you just can't go and see it at the cinema now um, but I remember thinking that the prices in the Odeon sorry, the, uh, the Cineworld in the new complex in Warrington was a little bit more expensive than the, uh, the traditional Cine Worlds.
0: Maybe, I think we have gone up across the board in the last few, few years I mean substantially, I think it was like it went from something like
2: 9 quid to like 15 quid or something like that
0: Yeah, do you have an off-run in Cineworld where you could get like a hot dog, popcorn, and a drink for like ten quid. Amazing. And now you can't—they don't do that anymore. It's like to get that the, the equivalent of that now—it's like fifteen quid or something. Right.
2: Well, I understand why, but I mean, I don't, I'm all about that. I mean, you can spend what you want on the, uh, you know, the the dries and all that. But when it comes to the actual ticket, it seems more oh, yeah. expensive.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I, I thought you were about the food and stuff. Yeah, uh, I tell you what—the audience seems to be going the other way with that. Like. Odeon in Liverpool, you could watch films there for like, like six quid on a Saturday. That's really cheap, isn't it? Yeah. If you have an offer on every weekend, six pound a ticket. Is that even for like big films that are coming out as well? Yeah, anything on a weekend, yeah. Oh, that's
2: fair nice. enough. There's nothing wrong with spending six pounds on a the... even ten quid, I think that's reasonable. When it starts getting fifteen, sixteen quid. If two of you were going, you know, it's like thirty quid already, and then you get your food, it's like you could go for a meal for the price that it costs. Yeah. Yeah. And I know people say it's killing the industry and stuff like that. We should be spending money on the cinema. I, I agree, but you should be making films for the passion of making a film rather than making, making money.
1: Yeah, but they can probably like, even with these six pound tickets or ten pound tickets, they'd still be making the money back. Probably.
2: Yeah. I mean, a lot of places are, are making things cheaper to
0: entice people back.
1: Uh, but not the not, not film industry, away. unfortunately. Don't give away. Aren't yeah. They?
0: Yeah. They're charge like £20 a ticket next year to try and make money back or
2: something. <laughs> and it's not really, I mean, people used to say Netflix is killing cinema, but I don't even think it's Netflix that's killing it anymore. It's just, shame to die in trade. The town the we're from Warrington, it used to have like 10 cinemas. This was like 100 years ago when there wasn't much to do. Cinemas were popular then. Like people had projectors yeah. and, you know, would, people watched all sorts of films. Um, and I think that was amazing but now there's like what it was amazing that they've made a new one a new um what, what's the new thing in town called the new like Times square Time, development Times square they call it yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Pre- it's pretty nice obviously if you've never been to Warrington I mean don't don't go out your way or anything but going through <laughs> Warrington have, through a, have, a have a wander around have a wander around it's actually uh it's done a really good job of it I think and it's a yeah. shame if, if uh, that that cinema's gone for good that would be a shame
0: ah. I know they literally just built it. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, yeah. uh, The Wonder Woman thing. uh, Again, the the one thing that's good about it, Warner Bros. aren't charging anymore. If you if you pay for your HBO Max subscription, you can just watch Wonder Woman through that. Whereas Disney, you have to pay for Disney Plus. yeah. Then you've got to pay on top of that for the film as well, kind of
1: thing. That's that's only for Milan at the moment. They've not tried it with anything else yet. In fact, yeah. Like
2: I think they've realized a mistake and they probably well, won't do it again.
1: Yeah. Well maybe, but like with like the likes of uh, Black Widow, um, like they've just not releasing it, you know what I mean? I think I think yeah. I think they'd sooner not release the film like until cinemas are out, um, than then just let people have it on the streaming service, even even for an extra £20.
0: <laughs> see, well, I don't get why one of us are doing this why wait until now and then just say oh we'll just put it on hbo max i mean i know they'll make a lot of money by doing that but they could you know i don't i don't get it why not just do that in the summer if that was you know what i mean i don't know that's what
2: that's what's happening with the new bond film isn't it um, it's just going the waiting they want to have a theatrical release don't they so
0: yeah apparently they uh, from what i've heard is they would have done a deal with apple they wanted 600 million and they could have put it on apple tv but uh, Apple wouldn't pay it, so...
2: That's the guy who sort of uh, tried to get the, the uh,
0: petition signed, so ah, yeah, of a Kickstarter sort a
2: lot of thing, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so Wonder Woman will be out in the cinemas and online in December, but in the UK, we can't get HBO Max yet, so we can't watch it. <laughs> That's strange. I don't know what's going to happen
2: then. Yeah. Uh,
1: hopefully, they will do like a deal with uh, Amazon Prime or Netflix or something.
0: Yeah, maybe, actually, yeah. Uh, could do that, Ch- chuck it on there or something.
1: be nice, not
0: it?
2: Because yeah. it's DC, isn't it, Wonder Woman?
1: Yeah.
0: It's what's her, mate? Deep,
2: DC. DC. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I've never yes, seen it. A, I know what Gal Gadot looks like. She's easy on the eye. That's, that's as far as I know. Oh, and she also yeah. did that really shitty, cringy Imagine All The People cover, didn't she? And that was really yeah. horrible. With Mark <laughs> yeah, I felt really sad when I watched that video. <laughs> In fact, it made internet? me wish I'd contracted COVID and died rather than having <laughs> to, have to listen to that. i to put up with that. Um. Sort of self entitled millionaire telling me that everything's yeah. okay. Yeah, I think Marf- Ruff- 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 Ruffalo actually shed a tear. Did he? <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> he, he lost so many cool factors. I mean, he wasn't the coolest dude anyway. I liked. Um, but, you know what was the, the murder film? Oh, Zodiac. Zodiac.
0: I like that film. Yeah, that's about it. He's a good actor, but like to say, they do seem a bit uh, a bit self-important, don't they? A lot of these actors. Yeah,
2: and Amber Heard apparently has had um, uh, was it was it over 1.5 million
1: signatures? Um, signatures? Yeah, yeah. Have a sacked from is it Aquaman that she's Aquaman? In? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's because is she fish is she fishy girl or in that film or something
0: like that? I yeah, I, I think
1: that's the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, because, <laughs> it's because Johnny Depp got like pretty much told to leave uh, Fantastic Beast, on so, her. Yeah. So everyone's livid, going, "I'm gone." Like it's quite obvious that they're both as bad as each other. Here. Why is she allowed to carry on? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because that, 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 that's what it does seem as though they both. I mean, we don't know, do we? I mean, it, it seems like maybe they both done wrong things.
0: I don't know. And the funny one with that is that they're both Warner Brothers. So it's weird they react so, so strongly in one film and not the other.
2: The only problem is if, if you're worried about Johnny Depp not being in the newest shit Harry Potter spin off, <laughs> you've got your priorities in the wrong place, I think. <laughs> it, it,
1: it, they've replaced you with like. Oh, what's his name? Mech- Mechel-
2: yeah, Matt Mickelson.
1: That guy. <laughs> I thought yeah. Matt
2: Mickelson would have more, would have more of something about him to do that. Mm.
0: Oh, I don't know. He's done some uh, Marvel films and stuff.
2: Oh no, I'm talking about the the, the politics of the whole situation, really, more than. Anything.
0: Oh right, right. Yeah, he was in a uh, Doctor Strange as the bad guy. That was pretty. That was pretty pants. He was.
1: Wasn't he?
0: He's been a bad guy in a lot of things. I think he's been a Bond villain as
2: well, hasn't he? In a Casino Royale. It's
1: been Ray Hannibal, one, yeah. Yeah, who's Hannibal?
2: Oh, Ray yeah. Ray Fiennes is in that as well. Sorry, did you say? What was that, sorry, mate? You say Ray Fiennes was in that as well? Did you say that? In, in what? In what? Sorry? sorry, in Nick, did you say that Ray
3: Fiennes was in
2: that film as well? In, in what Potter. Oh, it was oh it was of course he was Voldemort, coursey, buddy. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 but
0: yeah, it, it was Hannibal in the TV reboot one.
3: It was.
2: That's
0: right, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be a good TV
0: programme actually. I've never actually that a go, but it was, it was good, yeah.
1: Didn't it get cancelled after like a season though.
0: It, uh, halfway through the third one, I think it was. Oh. So they had to like rush rush it at the end to finish it kind of thing. But it was still pretty good though, but yeah, they had to like uh it was a truncated half season for season three.
2: Did um yeah. was that... There... I'm sure that I remember that, that Mads Mickelson was in the Hideo Kojima game, wasn't he? Uh, Death Stranding.
0: Oh, I don't know. I know that Norman Reedus was, but.
2: Norman Reedus definitely is. I might be wrong about this then. Um, I feel like he's been in a computer game. Right. Yes,
1: a, I think he has. But I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I
1: can't
0: think. No, I can't think. Well, I great actor. But like, just one thing on that point as well. Again, there's cancel culture. I just hate it kind of thing. Uh, apparently, I'm not even been watching it, but the Mandal- Mandalorian the series two. Yeah, people are trying to get uh, Gina, Gina Yeah, yeah, because she's been uh she's right wing. Yeah, well, she's been posting like anti anti lockdown stuff and like uh, yeah. don't wear face masks and stuff. Ah. And so people people are trying to get her cancelled because of that. And it's like
2: I don't think I don't see a, 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 there's not a correlation between what you're like on screen. I mean, she's not an actress; is she, she's a UFC fighter. And okay, she's she's good in Mandalorian. I've seen I've seen a few of the Mandalorian in the second series now. And yeah, it's okay, and she's okay. Yeah,
0: I, I I'm, think not, I'm,
2: whole, I'm not left wing or right wing, but I'd say I'm probably more left and liberal than than anything else. But if someone wants to be right wing, they're more than more than entitled to.
0: Yeah, definitely like uh, James Woods. Seems like one of the seems like a pretty bad person, but a great actor though. <laughs> Absolutely <Yeah>. amazing actor. <laughs> I'll always Family watch uh, it old films. James Yeah, yeah. He does seem like a bit, bit of a, a crackpot nowadays. But like I say, great actor. You know, you know, can't just banish the films that he was in. kind I of think? No. <clears throat> yeah. Have you guys got more say, like, get rid of,
2: of uh, are we still going to be playing reruns of uh, Jim will fix it next uh, round Christmas? <laughs> stuff,
0: <laughs> <or>? <laughs> a bit like the Kevin Spacey thing, isn't it? You know, great actor. Yeah.
2: I've been, you know, what I've not seen a Kevin Spacey film for a long time. The last one I watched, yeah, it was a while ago, but I've, I've seen American Beauty. He's on Netflix again. And I am tempted. I mean, I do. I do That's I, a I fantastic film.
1: film. I, I, I don't care what came out about him. That's a fantastic
2: Strangely film. apt as well, though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is actually, yeah. <laughs> I like, of course, like Roman Polanski, a famous director. People love him, but he's like a convicted paedophile. Like, Jesus. you know, it's really strange the attitude that people have. Like
2: towards I think Charles like Manson this. had an input on that. Did he, did he ruin his life? Would he have been a pedo if Charlie hadn't fucked with his Yeah, people? well
0: that's the uh, that's the thing, you know? That's what people say that as an excuse maybe that like that, you know, that's why he's the way he is, kind of thing. But That's exactly right, John. That's an excuse. If something bad happens, it doesn't turn you into a paedophile, does it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, have you got, guys got any more news or anything?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Other than stay indoors now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, uh, we'll get on to our main film this week. We've not mentioned it yet, but we've decided to cover like the Bond films. It takes us a few years to get through them all kind of thing. But <laughs> uh, I, I think, I don't know if you guys agree with me here, but I'm just thinking, like, whenever we have a week where We've not got a film in mind to do. We could just fall back on the Bond series and do the next yeah, one. I mean, especially in COVID times, there'll be quite a few times when we're struggling for a film, I imagine. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's
1: a good idea. So like, over the years, we could eventually do the one.
0: Exactly, yeah. So over the next three or four years, hopefully. Uh, providing, like, we never, we just struggle to find other films to do. <laughs> we could yeah. possibly get through the whole the whole series, but we're starting at, we the, uh, at the start
2: We've sort of coincided this one with obviously the um, I was going to say untimely but I mean he was 90 odd with the death of the late great Sean Connery Sir Sean Connery
0: of course yeah uh, he died uh, just before the last podcast didn't he so bit of yeah. a m- in memoriam for him I thought i uh, go back and look at his best work and start with uh, Doctor No tree blind
3: by Cinderella tree Blind Mice, they go. Down the streets beat all the while. They're looking for the cat. The cat that the rat.
0: They want to show that cat the... Okay, uh, Nick, have you got a plot synopsis there?
1: I well, have indeed. A resourceful British government agent seeks answers in a case involving the disappearance of a colleague and the disruption of the American space program.
0: Okay, so uh, who wants to start us off
1: with a uh, with Doctor No? Uh, Either of you two can. <laughs> because this Go is on the, then, John. Because this is the first <laughs> time I've ever fully watched a James Bond film. And wow, I... it's the
2: first time. I mean, we used to watch these all the time, every Easter or every.
1: Well, I, I've I've watched bits of the films, but I've never sat down and fully watched one start to finish right. until now. Right, I think.
0: That is interesting. Like uh I think a bit like Jim will mention, like my history with it was as a young kid, my uh my Nana Taylor just loved uh Bond films. But I think she loved Sean Connery Bond films. Yeah. So whenever one was on the TV back then, like early 80s, whenever like a new one came on TV, I just watched it with my Nana because she loved the films as well. Mm-hmm. But like as a kid, like Roger Moore was my James Bond. Yeah. So whenever like whenever they showed a Connery one and she made me watch Sean Connery, I was like he was this guy with black hair, like Roger Moore's James he Bond. James Bond.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> I imagine. I mean, that like, was. Go- oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, I was going to say that was confusing to me as a kid as well. I imagine, like to everybody else at that point, like Sean Connery was Bond, and they'd have all been like, "Who the hell's Roger Moore?" kind of thing. But for yeah, me, exactly. it was the complete, like, yeah, the complete opposite way around kind of thing. But uh, I mean, I, my my
2: Bond was was um, Pierce Brosnan. He, obviously, I had. I'm. I must have seen a Bond film before 1995. I must have when I was a kid. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember, you know, Pierce Brosnan was my era of Bond. But I always gravitated. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, uh, Sean Connery was was, in my opinion, the you know the, the original Bond wasn't. Yeah, the it? original well, and best kind of thing. the original silver screen Bond, we should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, Roger Moore was also the sort of uh, he was more the more light hearted approach, wasn't he? My mum loved Roger. My my mum's era was Roger Moore. Like she's you know in the sixties now, but like when she grew up, Roger Moore was like the cool guy. But he was he took a different approach, didn't he, than uh, than uh, Sean Connery?
0: Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, like uh, when I was really young, I, I wasn't a massive fan of the Connery films because. They weren't as much fun for a kid. Like, as a kid, I'd rather watch Roger Moore stuff because it was more goofy and more action-packed. Gadgets and stuff, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, the, the Connery stuff was a lot more serious. But obviously now looking back, the Connery films are clearly the uh, the best ones kind of thing. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just start from the start, if that's okay. Uh, just mentioned it came out in 1962, directed by Terence Young, who went on to do a few of them, I believe. Yeah, he uh, did... Promotion with Love and a Few Others, Yeah, yeah. And from what I've seen on the making of documentary, Terence Young himself was almost like a Bond type figure. Like he taught Connery how to be like refined and stuff, and how to be really. Yeah, how to be how to because that like showing Connery was a bit of a, like a rough diamond kind of thing at the time. Yeah, from Glasgow kind of thing. You know, it's a bit of a bit of a rough lad kind of thing. So Terence Young took him under his wing and like you know taught him how to be Bond kind of thing, how to be the suave uh, oh, suave gentleman kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I start at the very start. I'm not actually fact checked this. I remember hearing this years ago, but I'm pretty sure the opening gunshot down the gun barrel is a, a stuntman doing that. Right? No, I think you might be right. For the first few films, I'm sure it was a stuntman because it looks is weird. Where is like this one, John? It, it,
2: it's, yeah. he also, because he goes sometimes. Is it a fedora or a trilby or something like that?
0: That kind of uh that kind of hat in it, and uh, a trilby wears, isn't it that he wears. Yeah, for the first five or six I think he has a hat on and that gun bowel sequence, but that never comes back again after that, I don't think. But I think I would look like such a um neck beard if I decided to wear wear one of those hats. <laughs> yeah, with a little, little pork pie hat or something like that.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and it starts off with the uh you mentioned it just before, Jim, but it starts off with like a weird montage of music, because they clearly yeah. haven't got the formula down yet for what would be no. the, the Bond film formula. It starts off with the bon, the actual Bond theme, it's like the opening theme. Yeah. And then it morphs into like a... Is it three it's the lines, gun
2: barrel like- scene as well, isn't it? It's the gun barrel scene, but it doesn't go into a
0: traditional, it's sort of like a, a, a white, a, a coloured circle appears and it moves around and... Yeah. The little gun barrel thing goes into uh, one, of the, one of the coloured dots. Like normally That's the right. gun barrel would, up, would open up into an action scene, yeah, But yeah. Uh, it, the little white things go down and turns into one of the coloured dots for the background kind of thing. Yeah, which is strange.
2: And then there's a, there's another song that we, we don't even know what that is. And then it's the Three what? Blind Mice song, the Calypso. Is, is this isn't before like, proper roots reggae really came about. 1962, this is like Calypso was big in Jamaica, I imagine, at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's got a weird Calypso kind of feel to this film, hasn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. But it cuts into the Three Blind Mice song, which then takes you into the film following the three blind mice kind of thing, who are killing a... Uh, is it called Strangways or something? Nah, he's, he's a later guy. They were killing some other dude, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we just pick up there. Like, this is one thing that I really like about the film. This one, more than any of the recent ones, it feels like an actual spy film. You get to see little details, details of like what a spy would do and stuff. Yeah. There's one bit where he uh, takes a, a strand of hair and places yeah. it over a door. I love so that. Like, yeah, to detect whether someone has actually been, been yeah. in his apartment kind of thing. He messed about with his stuff. And he also puts some sort of white powder on
2: his briefcase to see... Yeah. You can see yeah, the fingerprint, fingerprints. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. and, he, and he cleverly, when he, when he goes to get his vodka, he's about to pour himself a vodka. and He goes, actually, no. And he puts
0: it down and gets the, a new bottle out the cupboard, doesn't he? Got a little spare bottle in the, in the drawer, yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> he's not going to
2: have no vodka, is he? It's James
0: Bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs>
2: and I like the way on this film... He never at one point says, "I'll have a vodka martini, shaken, not stirred, or shaken, not stirred." He I says, "Like that. It, it, the, the guy said, it's not,
0: it's not stirred like you asked, and I like that." I've literally got the wording for it here somewhere because that guy said that to him. But also later on, Doctor No just knows his drink order straight away without even yeah. so he, he doesn't ask for one or anything. He just says like vodka martini, shaken, not stirred. And Bones like, "Yeah, thank you." <laughs> oh, well, you know me too well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that little bit with the hair strand is actually literally taken from one of the books for baiting. I think it's right. the book of Casino, Casino Royale that he does that in. Right. It must have been like an actual spy tactic back in the... Uh, but I remember that
2: as a kid. I remember that scene as a child.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like the, the next thing to move on to, like the uh, the introduction for as for Bond is like class as well. Yeah. And, and just how good Sean Connery
2: is... It'll still be a trench, isn't it, who, who initially starts the whole
0: thing. Yeah, that's right. The way it shows, like uh, little close-ups of his hands and stuff dealing cards at first, and like you just see the back of his shoulder, kind of thing. And then finally, they reveal him with the uh, with the introduction of like Bond, James Bond kind of thing. Yeah. But just how good Sean Connery is, like what, are, like he's like magnetic, like a magnetic screen presence. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's so good on, on camera kind of thing. Uh, yeah. It's just, just take for granted, I think, sometimes how good he is in these films kind of thing. He, Definitely. He, he is why these films are so good. <laughs> he is. If
2: it wasn't for Sean Connery, it was someone else. I actually watched a deep fake, which is where they take someone's face and uh, you know use computers to put that face on someone else's face. And they were saying if it was like uh, Burt Reynolds, because he was initially cast as Bond in Doctor No before Sean Connery and there's a YouTube video if you type in Burt Reynolds, Deepfake, Doctor No. And it's like, oh, my God, this film... He had a moustache, for a star. <laughs> yeah. should just have a moustache. I, I wasn't yeah, about that. He should that, never so. have
0: facial hair, should he?
2: <laughs> Probably not. I mean, it's a bit of a grizzled look, as long as it's even. But he shouldn't just have a moustache, Bond. Come on. Yeah.
0: Would definitely uh, be a weird one, that. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: You mentioned, though, Tell- Sylvia Trench. <clears throat> I like the Letitia Lynch, stuff, whatever it is.
2: Oh, is that what the actress was called? No, this is a new lady who's going to be taking over 007, and she's the newest Bond. Film. Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, that I she... know what you mean, yeah. I can't remember her name, but. Yeah, I can't think what her name it's now, but. Uh, M- Miss think... Lynch, we'll call her. Yeah. That uh, Sylvia Trench, though, you mentioned. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of her, but I mean, she's a fine actress and stuff. But her eyebrow is really weird. Did you notice this? No. It's like she's constantly doing the people's eyebrow. Like
2: <laughs> Like she's about wrap. to tell him what he's gonna be about to be cooked. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> Got to tell Bond what she's cooking or something, but <laughs> like, <laughs> she's but honestly watch it again, like her eyebrows all over the place. But Right. N- nice looking lady and stuff, just gotta, yeah. just gotta keep that I- eyebrow under under control. Yeah. Like uh, my next point is that. Again, they haven't got the formula quite right yet. And in this film, they don't as much have a soundtrack. They just use the Bond theme all the time. Like, and <laughs> they always use the bloody... Um, underneath the mango tree, me on the end, me. Yeah, all that's time. right. They come back to that a lot later on, don't they? Yeah. But like this one bit, when he's getting off a plane kind of thing, just walking through the airport, and the theme's like... <laughs> Doesn't work, it's, does it? Yeah, It's just walking to an airport. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he's blowing up a like a bus full of Iraqi children or anything. It's like walking <laughs> to an airport. But The action theme from just like walking to an airport to make a phone call. Uh, I mean, I, I love it though because like it's the I rawest like now,
2: interpretation of a Bond
0: film. Yeah, I feel like nowadays with the Bond films though, they're almost scared to use the Bond theme. It hardly ever features. They have like all the. Uh, orchestral versions of whatever the theme is for that film, you know, like the Billy Eilish one for the new one. But, yeah. I, I, like Skyfall, I'm not even sure if they use the actual Bond theme. Oh, yeah, once in that yeah. film, when he, when he gets the uh, Aston Martin, that's it. Well, that's good, because he shouldn't overuse it. I, I kind of like the fact that just no matter what he's doing, like... Yeah, <laughs> he's just, like, sp- having, having a sandwich, like... Yeah, couple, exactly. like go for, for a dump or something, like... And yeah, just... he's <laughs> <laughs> getting his phone out. Yeah. <laughs> Fair
3: enough.
0: Worth mentioning, uh, it's the first film, but they've got Lois Maxwell as Money Penny, who went on to be there yeah. for like what, thirty years, whatever it was.
2: Yeah, she's she's she is Money Penny, and she.
0: Yeah, and uh, Bernard Lee as well as Anne. He yeah. was there for like Legendary twenty-five M. years. Yeah, yeah. So like they're both there the start. But the one thing they are missing, uh, Q. It in Q. The film?
2: No Q in it. In fact, no. There is actually no. There is a Q in it, but it's. Uh, it's not like Major Boothroyd. His name is. Got,
0: yeah, that's right. I've got the details here. It's Peter Burton playing Major Boothroyd, but at this point in the making of the film, Major Boothroyd wasn't Q. In the original script for *From Russia with Love*, there were two different characters: one called Q, one called Major Boothroyd,
3: oh. and they
0: ended up just merging them together. Right. So, so in this film, it's Major Boothroyd, but they hadn't really he formed not been the idea. Yet. Yeah, they're not really formed the idea of Q yet. That's which interesting. just found interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> It's like a pilot. It's a pilot, isn't it, Doctor? No? Yeah, it's a good point. It's like, like a TV pilot almost, isn't it? it just, they haven't worked out yet what all the beats are kind of thing. But, yeah.
2: They had something, uh,
0: but... Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that becomes like a Bond staple is M's office with a big padded door. I've always loved the look of that office kind of thing. Uh, it looks a bit like a...
2: Um, what do you call it? A... Um, What's one of those big chairs, an armchair, like a like a Chesterfield chair sort of thing made out of yeah.
0: leather? Yeah, definitely that kind of padded feel to it, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, the actual office they work in, it's like a, a disguise and it's called like Esports and Treasuries or something like that. Universal Esports,
2: little... I think it's called. Univer- yeah.
0: yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that like with the, the Timothy Dalton films and, and the Pierce Brosnan films as a kid. You but, yeah, well, it didn't, they get away from it, though, don't they, in those films? They don't have... No, the main, I mean,
2: there's a scene where um Pierce
0: Brosnan has said, you know, I work for Universal Exports. It's, it still remains the same. Oh, oh, so, yeah, they keep the name, but, like, M's yeah. office, just in MI6, that headquarters at that point, it? It's not a big yeah. panadour anymore or anything like that. And something just felt wrong to me as a kid watching it. It didn't feel like old-school Bond. But with yeah. the uh, Daniel Craig once they went back to it. They, in the Skyfall, Ray Finds is back in that office again with a big padded yeah. door and stuff. I do
2: feel as though in, in GoldenEye, when you see uh Judi Dench's character, um, she's still looking sort of like at the, at the head of the table and it looks like quite a grand room and they've got all sort of decanters of whiskey in it and stuff like that. Still getting pissed.
0: It's a lot more modern though, if you remember like that. It's like a casual actual, like, office building. Just right. To moved to moved to uh, that big MI6 headquarters. Which is a, a lot real lot building. It's actually the yeah, real like, yeah. the, the, the SIS is building that... in London, isn't it? And I think Inspector they blow that building up, <laughs> bastards. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, sorry. In, in that scene as well, again, like to, to talk about like a first kind of thing, we get to see Bond get his uh, Walter PPK. We do because before that he was use, using a Beretta. Yep. and it jammed on him a couple of times, didn't it? So they make him switch. He doesn't want to switch, but they make him switch to a Walter Walter PPK. He goes, "Oh, Bond,
2: you can you can leave leave the Beretta there." Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, oh, another first as well. We also get to see one meet Felix Leiter for the first time.
3: Yeah,
0: CIA Play- bloke. Yeah, played by a few different actors, but this is the first time we actually see him in a film. I think you see, I
2: think this guy played him a few times, though. I think he might have been in a few of his other films. I'm not sure.
0: One came into it later on in Live and Let Die, and he played him a oh, few well. times. That was a lot later on, that was a different fellow, wasn't Yeah. It? And that fella got fed to a shark in a He did. living in Daylight. Oh, sorry, license to kill, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'll talking about like returning characters and stuff. Uh remember the character of Quarrel, yeah, who's the fisherman who helps them in Jamaica. Yeah. In the books, Quarrel came back loads throughout stories. It was like a recurring oh, really? character. But because they kill him off in this film. They can't bring him back, obviously. And in Live and Let Die, when they need Quarrel to come back, they just have a character called Quarrel Jr. and just say it's his son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool, that, though. I do re- yeah. vaguely remember this happening,
3: yeah.
0: We're keeping out of that when we get to Live and Let Die. But Quarrel Jr. is like that. But really, it should have just been Quarrel, but, but they killed him off in this film. So. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know that. That's
3: really
0: yeah. cool. Oh, like you mentioned before, got the line here. Uh, the bartender, or the, the waiter, whatever he is, yeah. says to him Me- medium dry vodka martini just like you said sir not stirred
2: <laughs> yeah he doesn't even say shaken or not stirred, does he
0: yeah doesn't even mention the shaking thing yeah
2: yeah
0: that's oh, modern it's... that's modern shit isn't it yeah just a couple of scenes that i liked like there's a bit where quarrel gets glassed by uh that jamaican photographer but his, his face see? is fine
2: after isn't it yeah
0: it is, but it looks well manky in the actual sequel. She smashes like a perfume bottle or something and just like jams it in his face. I thought that because I wonder what it was. Like she hit it on the desk first and then jammed it into his
2: face. But I thought, she just why did she stab the table then, Sorry, I say, but it was a bottle. She smashed the bottle and then shacked yeah. him, didn't she? Just bottled him like, yeah. But she doesn't really do anything else in the film, does she? This is the second time you see her. He takes the film out the camera. She batters um, Quarrel in the face with this thing.
0: Yeah, that's the end of her.
2: Th- threatens to break her arm. She says, You'll all pay you, rats, and then she fucks off, doesn't she? Really?
0: Yeah. Little uh, what again, I watched the making of documentary. She's a uh, not even an actress, she's a Jamaican beauty queen. She was the she was the Jamaican beauty queen that year, like she won the title or whatever. And so they just wanted to do in the film for that. Fair enough. <laughs> no, she yeah, I mean yeah. she was a pretty girl and stuff like that, but you'd think I thought like, she was good. Considering yeah. she's not an actress, I thought
2: she was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the what's the what's the lady i mean he gets a bit rapey at one point i mean by today's standards, was, I'd say. yeah definitely uh the, the bit where the, the 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 three blind mice are in the uh what they call it the it's like a hearse isn't it and they're following him in his he's got a sunbeam an alpine sunbeam has not he it's like quite a fast car for its day
3: yeah
2: he's hurtling it around these sort of mountain roads in is it supposed to be jamaica
0: Jamaica, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: so he's hurtling it around these mountains in Jamaica. This huge hearse full of, like, six big guys. This is not, it's not. It's a van, basically. This van is chasing him up the hill. There's no way this van is going to be able to keep up with a two-seater, you know, like a sports (laughs) car of his day. It does, and eventually it does. Um, And then, uh, spoiler alert, they end up falling off the cliff, and he's like, uh, I think they were on their way to a funeral. (laughs) <laughs> that, 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 was, that, that was pretty cool. He turns yeah. up at this, at this this girl's house and she's like, oh. And he was like, you did invite me, didn't you? He, like, he knows, like, he's like, you've tried to kill me, haven't you? Like, the yeah. fact that he knows what she's doing the whole time sort of thing, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. He turns up at the house sort of thing and he's like, uh, he's getting a bit rapey, though. He's getting a bit perverted, isn't
0: he? Oh, definitely. Like, he has his, has his way with her and then, like, just pats her <laughs> off to be uh, arrested anyway. <laughs> I like that, though. I mean, whatever. That, that's that's old school uh <laughs> old school well, Bond way going back to what you mentioned there jimbo the uh that's probably the first like bond wisecrack you know like later on he becomes famous for like, yeah. making jokes about stuff yeah that's the first one i think but you so, got the so, point
2: when he shoots him with a harpoon gun or something
0: yeah exactly stuff like that yeah but there's not much of that in this film there's not much humor and that's like one of the few moments where the, the only other one i can think of he does that little joke you mentioned and then later on, where Ursula Andress mentions that she's looking for seashells, she's like, "What? What are you doing?" It's like, "I'm just <laughs> looking." <laughs> yeah, I like that.
2: I really like that. But I, like, I also like the fact that she gave the goods as she get. He's like, a, "I promise, I won't take the shells from you." And she's like, "I promise you, you won't either." She gets a knife yes. out, sort of thing. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> Ursula Andress is like a goddess, and she's the regional Bond girl, isn't she? And like, she she does a really good job of this film. She is. What do you both think
1: of her? Smoking hot, really. Yeah, she's smoked out.
0: Yeah, she's good, isn't she? Uh, one thing I didn't even notice as well, I only, only again, going back to the making of the documentary, her lines are all completely dubbed over. It's a. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, she doesn't say any lines in the film, it's all dubbed. Wow. She's done a good job, though. So that I didn't even notice. Is
1: it no, she's foreign, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think she, she's Swedish. Or... Oh, so she can't I'm
1: not sure where she's
0: from, in.
2: actually.
1: Interesting.
2: I and think I'd... she can she she could speak English, but maybe her English accent sounded wrong or something. Apparently she had a really strong accent, so they just, they just dubbed her out, kind of thing. I mean in today's, today's days, if you'd, you'd have just gone with it, it would have worked. But back in the sixties there were racist <clears throat> back, weren't they? So they had to yeah.
1: uh, I'm like...
2: surprised Quarrel was <clears throat> allowed in the film as being the black dude. Like <laughs> honestly he's he, he seen he gets he gets killed first, of course, but like Quarrel I think he had like such a good Speaking role and stuff, especially as a black guy in 1962, that was like
0: that must have been difficult. I will tell you what, though, there's a couple of bits later on that with Quarrel again, where where Bond feels a bit like watching it nowadays. It's a bit like, oh, that's not a good look, that Bond. Yeah, he just like he's just ordering Quarrel around at one point. He goes, go and the, uh, get her.
2: When, when the woman takes a picture of them when they're at the bar, he's like,
0: go and get her, go and get her, Quarrel. Sends him after her. Then later on, when the uh, they get they pull up to the boat on the on the, the island. They just had like to quote like cover that up, and he's like, oh, like like his manservant or something. Oh, like <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is actually. Yeah. And then later on, like when they uh, they find Ursula Andrus's boat, he tells Quote to get him his shoes. <laughs> oh, does he?
3: Oh. He's like, can, get, he get
2: shoes,
1: that. It's like, that oh, is pretty bad. Yeah.
2: That is pretty bad.
1: No, that's. Not so he's easy. not only not a racist
2: either. and a sexist, but he's just a monster. You know. i've got i mean i mean we're supposed to be sort of honoring sean connery being dead but i'm struggling (laughs) really to come up with anything
0: he's done was like moral one thing i do love the production design a lot of this is like people talk about like a style bible for a tv show or film a lot of the bond style bible gets laid down here that room that uh is it called Dent, that character? Hmm. Yeah,
2: and he goes, it's, it's, it's sort of where the spider is in the box. You know I mean? Yeah, that's the room. Yeah, I absolutely love that scene. And they used quite a wide angle lens, especially for the 1960s. Wide angle lenses were, were kind of, they weren't used that often in that day and age. But it looked like, I was actually trying to think, I mean, I'm not sure if you know about what the film what film it was used on, but I imagine it was probably 35 millimeter film. I might be wrong, it might be bigger than that. But if it's 35 millimeter film, and that was probably like a, 24 millimeter or maybe even wider lens to capture all of that. And it was—it looked like a studio sort of, uh, but it had a beautiful circular hole that allowed a shadow to cast down as well. And I really appreciated that. That's really—that's yeah. the most modern part of the entire film, I thought.
0: That's what it was. That that, that skylight with the light coming down, kind of thing. Yeah. So the light of it is fantastic. It looks, like say, like a modern sci-fi film or something. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, it did. Really good. <clears throat> There's a couple of bits later on in a. God to lair that i think quite quite like that as well but uh, austin powers yeah. do reference heavily from this i think oh definitely it's hard to watch sometimes after watching austin powers take, take the Mickey out of it, i know it's hard to go back and watch it kind of thing but i still love it though like uh, the, another effect the bit with with the spider where they just put the spider in there to kill bond uh, but yeah and the way they film it they clearly have like a glass sheet between uh, yeah i think and the spider on top of the glass sheet. Like. You
2: can see that the, 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 it goes past like the, the, the bed sheet, and the bed sheet doesn't move because
0: it's covered in glass, and the glass just... You know. Yeah. I thought it was there's a weird, like There's a weird shadow that the spider casts onto the background kind of thing. But, like, again, I'm fine with it. You know, It's obviously... A, how old is it now? Uh, 60 years old, isn't it? Nearly. Yeah, nearly 60 years old, yeah. Well, oh, I mean, I'm
2: come on, Sean. Fine. You can have a tarantula on you. A tarantula, it's not, not going to bite you, is it? It's not, I don't even think you could... That, that spider no. that he's got in that thing couldn't even kill you. I was thinking that, like, tarantulas aren't, aren't deadly. Like uh... No, I don't think... I don't think usually, no, no. I think they've, unless you're allergic no, to one, like getting stung by a bee or something like that, it's the smaller think... spiders that are the dangerous ones, yeah. Yeah, then it, again, like Later on, later on this in the film, like though, Ursula uh, Andress's character does say that she put a black widow spider under a guy's mosquito
0: net. Yeah. Which That's is, what is what a, different, what we a completely different kind of spider to the one that it showed earlier. We come onto one of my notes there, like Ursula Andress, like shows herself up as being a complete psychopath. Where she basically tells a story about getting raped and how she killed the guy who raped. him. It's like Jesus Christ. But it does <laughs> I mean, like fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, she's definitely uh, don't mess with her. Big tap. Yeah,
2: and she's only up to what was it? Up to L on the um, on the Encyclopedia Britannica or something like that oh didn't it catch that bit. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she only she started learning when she was eight
0: with a what they oh, right.
2: encyclopedia
0: <laughs> again like going back to the style bible thing kind of kind of thing one bit where uh, that just kind of like lays down the foundation for what bond is is the bit that the famous scene where dent comes in to kill him and bond just plays with him kind of thing. Bond has got the gun point the whole time. He, he just lets him go for the gun. He's not bothered, is he? That he allows him because he
2: knows. But like he's he's playing. What is it called? He's playing solitaire in the corner, yeah. and he keeps turning his head away from him to allow him to get his gun closer and stuff because
0: he knows it's, it's all totally fine. Yeah, well, the actual line is a. Uh, after them tries to shoot him, and there's no bullets left. Oh, let me. Let me can can see if I even guess it? Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. Ah, that's a
2: Smith & Wesson, and you've had your six.
0: Oh, word for word, very good, very good. (laughs) Nailed it. Very famous, famous line. Great line, great line. Because he knew he was just toying with him, wasn't he? Yeah, because he knew that, obviously, he was perfectly safe kind of thing. He He was basically letting him, like, give him enough rope to hang himself kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Do we know the uh, name of the of the, of the lady that he sort of nonced up and then got got arrested?
0: I don't, but uh, they do a funny thing with the actress. They, uh, so they, they do this a lot in Bond films. They make her look Asian.
2: Yeah. She's, she's,
0: actually, she's actually not Asian.
2: <laughs> and well, they do it to him himself in one of the films, and you only live twice, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, you yeah.
3: Yeah. turn
2: him Asian in that, which is... Which, that's uh, surely... A, Appropriation some in some way, isn't it? Definitely. Uh they, they take the Mickey out of it in a Team America, don't they? That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, the, apl- the application of the uh, the Durka Durka mask and stuff. <laughs>
0: uh mentioned Honey Rider being a psychopath I can cross that off. Uh oh, it
2: was his slag then. Yeah, I mean bit of flag, <laughs> uh
0: you guys were mentioned before on a, on the group chat about the dragon thing. What do you think of the dragon? I thought it was pretty cool. I quite like <laughs> the twist. I remember being a, as a kid, thinking it was their clever kind of thing, what they do. Yeah,
2: yeah. They're saying there's a dragon, but really it's just a tank, an armored tank.
1: That previously With like
2: teeth uh, painted on the side and a flamethrower <laughs> on top. It's like so cool.
1: <laughs> but but she made out though that Ursula, whatever her name was, um yeah. that that she thought it was an actual dragon. How that you could never Mistake that for a real dragon.
2: <laughs> well, she's, been, she's never been to school, Nick. Remember, she's only ever been, only been to like the letter I on the uh encyclopedia before.
0: <laughs> she's not got to like uh motorized vehicles by that point, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I quite like it though. Like, I just remember being a kid thinking, like, Oh, they all thought it was a dragon, but it's actually just a tank, you know, like made yeah. to look like a dragon. I just remember as a kid thinking, I oh, got pretty clever actually, quite like that. I, I remember that.
2: And I remember, you, I used to have a blue polo shirt, the same colour as uh, Sean Connery's one in that film. and I used to love wearing
0: it. I used to be like James Bond. <laughs> it's funny because I'm sure my granddad had like a blue pants and blue shirt combo like this. He didn't look like, <laughs> he looked more like Goldfinger than, than Bond. But, uh, <laughs> but he used to always rock a blue blue pants and blue shirt combo. <laughs> hmm. A man of taste. <laughs> There's one weird bit. This is probably just me being weird, but. A bit where the uh, the court, Honey Rider and James Bond, and uh, they're going through like a radioactive decontamination, and they just get like sprayed down with spunk. Like at one point, it's really strange.
2: And they use they use as a normal like yard brush to like scrape them down with.
0: Yeah, just. Um... <laughs> I like I like what they do with it, because it takes like a good like five minutes to watch them go through every stage of the decontamination oh, yeah. procedure. It reminds of me of things. when Austin Powers does the same
2: thing, it's like the, the the re the rejuvenation process or whatever. And he's having yeah. a piss, it's like rejuvenation rejuvenation every time it's try it gets interrupted because
0: he keeps carrying around pissing or whatever. <laughs> Evacuation complete is what it was. Yeah. yeah. Well that's one thing about the film that I do like. It it does take its time to do everything. Like there's a bit later on, again, after they've been caught, and Bond's been, like, walked through to meet Dr. No. And the whole... You see the entire walk from the, the cell into a lift. They go open the lift. They walk through another door, go through a hallway. You know what I mean? Like, they just take the time to show you, like, the entire lair kind of thing. Like, I quite appreciate that. like, yeah. They don't That's do that anymore. They, they just cut to the action yeah. scene nowadays kind of thing. They don't take the time to, like, show you the entire lair they've built kind of thing.
2: It's a shame. The old Bond films were better, weren't they? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Uh, Even in 1995, once um, you know, when M in, in that one, what was her name? Uh, Judy Dench. Judy Dench. She said, "Like, there's no place for you anymore." Like in the post-Cold War uh, environment, and she was right. Yeah. And that was that was 25 years ago. That was 1995. And yeah, there is no place in the in the 21st century for a Bond-like character. I think they need to just go back to the old school, get a new person in. Get yeah, whatever, just get um
3: uh, this,
2: Michael Lynch, Fassbender. this Lynch woman, but well, I have always said Michael Fassbender, but If you, you want to go with like um a bit of a crazy option, yeah, fair enough. L- Lashana Lynch, I think her name is. Get her in, yeah. get her to be a sixties bond or whatever, but set in 1960 or something like that and have her like using old school technology, whatever. If you're gonna do it that way, do it that way. Don't have it in 2020. Fuck it now. We don't need any more of that shit. <laughs>
0: Well, we'll find out next year, won't we, with uh, No Time to Die? Hopefully, he's a relic of the Cold War
2: and will remain so.
0: Yeah, she called Brosnan uh, a dinosaur, didn't she? Yeah. I've yeah. only got a couple of, couple of notes left. Uh, yeah. I love the fact that you only meet Dr. No. I've like, checked the time. There was literally 20 minutes left on the clock when you first meet him. It's like.
1: no shit.
0: That, is that was mental. There's 20 minutes of the film left, me just making the bad
2: guy kind of thing. And I always thought, like, I didn't realise when I was a kid that he had robot hands, because it doesn't show that he's got robot hands. He just says, I've lost my hands. You're yeah. supposed to believe that these black gloves are like... But I think I remember around the same time when I was a kid, like, it was, like, in 1992 when Batman Returns came out, and the Penguin had similar gloves. So I was confused by that. I was like, so why... <laughs> I got confused with the Penguin having black gloves on and this guy as well. Yeah.
0: Right, I've just got one more thing to mention, if that's okay. Uh, did you notice the bit where, wow, you've got like an amazing shadow behind your jimbo? I've
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> <There> you <have>. been <laughs> like trying to do. move the light around in the room just so I can still see you and you can see my face, but I don't have to get <laughs> blinded by it. So. <laughs> it's like the uh,
0: Babadook or something behind you.
2: <laughs> I was thinking it was kind of like... Um...
0: Yeah, I don't know. It looked
2: um sort of uh, Dickensian.
0: <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, did you guys both notice the bit where they focus on a painting in Doctor Knows where Bond's walk up these steps and it's got there's a framed painting on on an easel and Bonds looks at it goes, oh. and goes, Huh? And like <laughs> what kind of thing. Did you just notice that at all or... No, no, I
2: don't remember that.
0: This is one of the things that like it it doesn't translate anymore. Like it was a, a big news story at the time that a painting called the Portrait of the Duke of Wellington got stolen in 1961. And it was a famous thing. This this art piece had been stolen. Yeah. So they thought they thought they were doing like a, a funny little joke by in the film. They were showing that Doctor No had stolen it kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah, but it doesn't, obviously it doesn't work for today's audience because no one has a clue what the what story is, kind of thing, yeah. but... Has it ever been recovered, that painting, or...? Yeah, they found it in the 65, they tracked it down. Right.
2: It reminds but... me of The Scream, because uh, there used to be a pub I used to go to, and on the ceiling of the pub, there was a painting of The Scream, just like... Oh, really? And... Um, and it was like, yeah, it's funny because the screen got stolen, and so it's just funny to think that it's just above this shitty pub. Scene. <laughs> I think the screen has been
0: uh found now, from from what I believe. But yeah, hey, not to go off on a complete tangent, but I am going to do that. But uh, <laughs> been learning loads about Van Gogh recently. You mentioned him actually on the last episode, I think. Right or the episode before, maybe I've been learning loads about Vincent van Gogh, or Van, I van Gogh. i seen the
2: film with, um, that's again with um, Mads Mikkelsen,
1: isn't it? Oh, Willem Dafoe, is it?
0: Sorry, yeah, it is. It's Willem Dafoe, isn't it? That's right. That's what you mentioned last time, yeah. I've not watched it, but I've just been reading loads about him and stuff. Yeah. Really interesting character. Did you guys know that, officially, he killed himself? He shot himself in the chair, in like, the ribs or something, and just that bled out and died. Really? No, I did not know that. Yeah, that's the official death, but there's loads of, like, uh, loose ends to do with his death. I mean, just the fact that if you're going to kill yourself, you don't shoot yourself in the ribs, do you? You know what I mean? No. It took yeah. him, like, five hours to die or something. That would be horrible,
2: wouldn't it? Yeah. So some it's guy that,
0: shot him then, basically. Yeah, basically. people. There's a lot of evidence to show that he was actually shot almost by accident by these kids who were bullying him. And... uh because He was such a nice guy, he didn't want them to get into the trouble. <laughs> okay, huh? so he just claimed that he shot himself. Like. <laughs> Easy.
2: Well, I watched what? a film with Jeremy Renner in, which was um, Kill the Messenger, it's called. It's about this. Discussion. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, and it's based on the yeah. true thing. And um, uh, yeah, apparently Jeremy Renner's character, I can't remember his name now, uh, something web, commits suicide by shooting himself in the head twice. <laughs> But first time they go,
0: go to
3: plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: do it again then yeah, I, yeah but I, the, I, he basically uncovered the the whole thing that the cia were allowing um sale of drug Well, they were actually allowing people from nicaragua to bring cocaine to america in order to launder money in order to fund a war happening in south america which yeah, is yeah yeah that. that is so like america isn't it i mean in the Western world we're led to believe oh the government couldn't do anything wrong I mean that that's pretty grotesque that isn't it
1: yeah I, I, I heard something similar um, not long ago where some um, I can't remember what it was but it was um, the family got killed I think I think they kind of released um, like a book or something or they were going to about um, why all fucking the government are just bent fuckers and like how they're all involved in like dark stuff and um mysteriously died um but it got put down as um suicide and in fact it might be murder and suicide so like one of them killed the but the suicide um shot himself in the back of the head so i mean (laughs) they're getting they are getting
2: inventive this day and age aren't they
1: <laughs> uh, it's, it's just madness that like they could actually claim that suicide, even though he like like who who does that? Like, yeah, this will this will this will be better, would not it? <laughs> yeah. Do like it. Shoot,
0: yourself the, shoot yourself in the head or something. No, no, I'll do it this way. What's exactly.
2: <laughs> so a good thing to do is basically say, look, like I, I am ne- I will never kill myself. If I if it looks like I've commit suicide, it's a fraud. Just if, if you're in that sort of industry, just say something like that.
1: I feel like though, like in for those type of people, like the government just don't care. They know everyone's gonna know. They're just they're just gonna like, well, it's gonna look, it's gonna be so much better for us if the information they're gonna leak doesn't get out. Um, even if people think that we've killed them, I think that's better yeah. for them.
2: <laughs> are we going down nine
0: eleven territory now, Nick? Is this what's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely we're back in Joe Rogan territory. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Uh, but like with that, like. Like Nick said, I think the government liked the fact that people come up with conspiracy theories for stuff because, like, they'll think the government almost thinks, like, yeah, let them, let me think we killed them because it'll, it'll shit them up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe.
2: And also, even yeah. the term conspiracy theories was made up by then to make people sound crazy, wasn't
1: it? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was in like the early 20s, wasn't it, um, in America, like where they coined that term. The was it? I think, yeah, I think they t- they coined it just like you say, just to make people think like these guys are just nutters. Look, it's, wackos, yeah. or, uh, yeah.
2: it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, it is, it's interesting, though. I, I'm very interested in it. I'm not, I mean, I'm like I say, I'm not interested in politics. I, I think if you're a politician, good luck to you, but the chances are, if you're a politician, you've, you've got to abide by a series of rules that wouldn't be, you know, a, a well, nice
0: series of rules to
2: run by. Like a, a,
0: just on that, like in terms of the government thing, going back to the bond thing, uh, like the Taliban. Everyone thinks now the Taliban are this evil organisation and stuff, and uh, obviously they're, they're a terrorist organisation. Not, not. We're, talking, you know, oh, not we're talking
2: about we're talking about a, uh, a bond film that's got um what's his name
0: in it. Only did two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. uh Like you say the Taliban, you know, a terrorist organisation, but in the 80s they were considered the good guys because they fought with america against the uh the russians. russians yeah and Russia. in, living, in the living daylights bond teams up with the taliban at the end to like to kill the uh exactly. the, the, the evil the evil general kind of thing how crazy so, is like, that so yeah, exactly i mean the taliban the
2: aren't, so are we saying now that if bond likes the taliban then
0: the taliban aren't bad are they i don't think he likes many more but <laughs> uh, only, wait, well, only <laughs> the eighties for the birthday party yeah, well, yeah, the living daylights—it's a bond of the Taliban at the end versus the evil that general. it's well, yeah. some fuck shit. <laughs> so it just shows how the government tell you who are the good, who are the good guys, and who are the bad guys, kind of thing. Uh,
2: yeah. Apparently, Osama bin Laden used to—he he was friends with the American. Uh, it was it, the CIA trained him.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> but have you see what Afghanistan look, used to look that's, like. That's before, one of the though. points.
1: One yeah, the... it was beautiful, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, normal place.
1: Yeah.
0: That's one of the plot points of Gloom and Daylights*. They actually, uh, they arm the Taliban, which they actually did in real life. Yeah. The, the Americans armed the Taliban, and they're like, wondered why they were fighting them ten years
3: later. <laughs> I
2: always think that though, John. But then I always think that whenever you see any media about the Taliban, they've always, you're always using Russian weapons, aren't they? I mean, yeah, maybe. AK forty seven is a, is a, is a terrorist weapon, isn't it? Terrorists use the AK-47s. The good guys use the M16s or M4s. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, these things were, these these AK-47s were left out, were, were you know left over from the uh, the
0: first Gulf War, weren't they? I don't know. I don't know anything about this. To be honest with you, you seem to know a lot about this military stuff.
3: <laughs>
0: well, you're you nah. to this. Yeah. Well, oh, it's a rabbit hole, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll come to it. Like when we get to living daylights. We'll uh we'll go down that rabbit hole definitely.
2: We will one hundred percent. I mean, we got, yes, we got yes, like yes. another twenty or seventeen or eighteen
0: films or something like that. Yeah, to get to get through first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think I'm all done on Doctor Now. Have you guys got anything else you want to mention?
2: Other than that, it's like the, the this is the, if someone says watch a Bond film. I my weird manifesto. My my ideology is that the first Bond film that an actor does. Is one of their best ones, and if it's got the word gold in it as well, you can add that <laughs> one to it. too. Oh, Also, did you say the first one they do? Yeah, the first one they do. I mean, you got got you got Doctor No. Uh, then live after that, it would have been you know on the Magic Secret Service. Yeah. Then after that, it would have been what was Live and uh, Let like Die. Live and Let Die, and then Living Daylights. Uh, Living Daylights, then Golden Eye, and then some of them happen to have gold in them already i mean you can you can put goldfinger in there surely you can put the man with the golden gun in there as well i think personally.
0: i have a, a different theory for me it's the third film it's always the best because by that point they've got used to playing the character kind of thing of the the more comfortable playing bond because like, Gold goldfinger goldfinger is the third one of, uh, of, of sean connery isn't he yeah great stuff goldfinger love that yeah uh, obviously it's just plays a bit only one but uh Roger Moore's third film, The Spy Who Loved Me, I think that's probably the best Roger Moore film. That's true. But, uh, the, but the first one, though, his first one, a Live and Let Die, was probably... I think that's probably his best one. You think? I, I've got another rule with Bond films. I never, I'm never totally a fan of them when they go to America. It doesn't yeah. feel right for Bond to be in the US. I don't know why, but... They've already got their own. They've only got their own Secret Service, haven't they? Yeah, so like when, in Living like Down, he goes to New Orleans. It just feels a bit weird. Yeah, anything, the so is already there. He's sorting the job out in America, in not he, for him? Yeah, exactly. The Americans uh... should deal with their own problems, basically, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, stop Colin Bonding. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Pierce Brosnan, his third one, was uh, The World Is Not Enough, which I think is probably the best Brosnan film.
2: I think GoldenEye is the best Brosnan
0: film. I think they're pretty close, but I think... For me personally i just think I, I don't know i think there's i think robert carlyle's quite a good villain in a yeah he is in thingy the world will turn off and daniel craig from, is a skyfall and i think skyfall is probably the best uh best of his films
2: yeah it is yeah that's true but that's that's like saying i yeah i'm not even gonna make a pun now yeah <laughs> probably is probably is the best daniel craig bomb film it's probably right
0: yeah have you got anything more there jimbo you want to mention
2: no, no, that's probably it. Other than like uh, R.I.P. Sean Connery.
0: Yeah, absolute legend. At ninety years old, he died. He was. Yeah, if we could all be so lucky to live to ninety.
2: I know. So he lived to ninety years old, it said that he lived. He died with his family around him at the age of ninety in his holiday home in the Caribbean. Mm. In his sleep, as well as as well. Yeah. Perfect. Couldn't wish for a better way to go. Fair enough to him. That—that's a James Bond way to die, isn't it?
0: Yeah, a great ending for a legend. Yep, yep. Even though he'd slapped is- the shit out of any woman who. Talk- <laughs> There'll be a lot more of that coming up as well. I think in, in the next films. <laughs> oh, I imagine. I can't wait. Yeah. Nick, have you got to tell us, mate?
1: I haven't got much to say. No, I've I've stayed quiet. I don't think you know if you've noticed. Uh, I've, 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 I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if it's just because I'm tired. Um, when I was watching it, I mean, I've literally like five minutes before starting these calls, I watched, I finished watching the film. But <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I've already forgot like, <laughs> uh, the entire film. You, <laughs> Nick, we're We're writing
2: thinking that you've never seen a Bond, you've never seen an old school Bond film before.
1: i would never seen a Bond film before.
2: Really, never seen any of them. No, not even like, like, older than
1: I or anything. Else. Like I said, like I mean, I might have done, but. Um, all, all I ever did. Like Luke's dad used to, uh, like have him on in the living room, and I'd go in and watch it for all of five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Like it was just never something that interested me as a kid.
2: But then you could be the sort of the middleman, then, couldn't you? Because like you, 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 you're the person who's never seen them before. Me and John have.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, ex- you've
2: watched these films your whole life as well.
1: I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to kind of um, go on this ride with. Uh, going through the uh, bomb films because uh, yeah. I mean is this am I right in saying this is like one of the first um but I think what you were saying for James is that um, like there was some before but this is kind of the first big screen one maybe
2: there was one before and it was with Peter Salas
0: I think the guy who did the uh, Pink Panther that, Is that mm-hmm. right John I think isn't isn't that the Casino Royale Mickey take a few years later. That one,
2: yeah, yeah. There was a film called Casino Royale that came out in the 1950s, and this is the first. Oh, no, sorry. I, think,
0: uh, I think it was about like '67 or '68, it was after the Bond films had started.
2: Well, there was there was a film, this isn't James Bond's first film, or, or no, so you, you,
0: yeah, you're right, they did a TV show, yeah. That's right. uh, <laughs> And it was called Jimmy Bond, and it? it wasn't even called James Bond. <laughs>
2: Jimmy doesn't Jimmy doesn't sound anywhere near as sophisticated as James Bond, does it? I mean, yeah,
0: it Jimmy different. Jimmy Bond, and uh, Jimmy got, well.
2: What my missus calls me when when, I, when I'm you know.
0: <laughs> Can't you know? be really nerdy here, though. Do you know who the first person to actually play Bond was in any in any media? It's not Peter Sellers, is it? Then though? no, no. So Peter Sellers was the Casino Real comedy film and that came like okay. five years after this. I, I
2: do, I do know the answers to this, but I can't remember whose names alive for me. Go on.
0: You do know who it is? I'm been really. It was a host of a, t- a game show in the UK. If that helps. No, you're gonna have to tell me. It was Bob Holness who did a radio play in the fifties. Oh, I didn't. Uh, no, I, I didn't know the answers to that. I didn't know that one. Yeah, so Bob Holness, you know from what? Wow. No, it didn't know that. That's yeah, amazing. he presented what? presented Blockbusters in the 80s, and it, he was the first person to actually play the part. I love Blockbusters, mate. Yeah, and that was in a radio play. Then they did that TV show afterwards, and I, can't, I don't know who... It wasn't a big actor, I don't think, who played him in that TV show. Then it was Sean Connery in this, and then about five years after this film, they did a, a Mickey take, like, a, like a, a spoof film almost, called... And it was awesome Powers, on. really, wasn't it, in a way? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Woody Allen was in that film as well, as one of the characters. Really? Yeah, yeah. Thanks you know what? As we work through these films, should we cover that as well? Should we chuck that chuck that in the uh, in the order? I
2: think we should. I think personally, we should we should talk about every single thing that Bond's been in because there's this one, and there's also the other, other Sean Connery one that's later on his last Bond film, like um, yeah. Never Say Never Again, which I think is it, it, it warrants a just because it's not owned by the same company as the Bond stuff.
0: Yeah, it's definitely, it's not- it's definitely worth watching. Not an official bond is it but yeah yeah we'll do that we'll cover that as well uh yeah okay let's do it in chronological order then yeah cool so
1: so, so, so have we basically started on the first one then uh
0: yeah this is the first yeah.
2: film yeah uh, dr no is the first bond film isn't it i think yeah. i think
1: i mean Trump, like, Trump, it's, Trump, just but,
2: done one one that wasn't it i don't know how they managed to swindle the rights to that i mean it's not It's not with Eon and it's not with, like, MGM. I can't remember. It's got
0: Mr Bean in it, though, so... Yeah, Ron Atkinson's in it as Q, yeah. Great. But never say never again what it is. It's really complicated, but... It was to do with the author... No, it was to do with whoever held the rights for Thunderball. Because it's a remake of Thunderball, isn't it, yeah? Yeah, it's a remake of Thunderball. And because... Is it called, like, Kevin McCourtney or something like that? Some guy owned half the rights to it. Right. And then decided to just remake Thunderball, but, like, not as part of the Bond films kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, he no longer has the rights. That's why he also won the rights, I think, to Casino Royale. And that's why it took them until 2005 to do a film version of Casino Royale. Wow. Like I didn't like that. Yeah, because they got the rights back in the end for it. Because that's the only Bond film I can think of that's, like,
2: in, in the whole of the Bond films, that's got the same name as another Bond film. Yeah. Mm. No, you know like I I was like 16 years old when that film came out. I was 25. Yeah. We were yep. young, young, young fellas. Yeah. Did I have grey hair back then? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> it makes you look more distinguished, though, John.
0: <laughs> right, guys. Do you want to uh, go on to ratings? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who's starting? Go on, go on, Nick.
1: Do you want me to go first? I mean, yeah, go on. I, feel, I feel like both of y'all are going to ring quite similar, anyway. I imagine <laughs> we're
2: not. Do- are we doing the whole two thing? The whole two tier thing? Well, I'm going to mention that in
0: my review.
1: But... I mean, Too fair, yeah. We could, we could do that, couldn't we? Because if we're going through, be fair. What, I, what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to uh, I'm going to jot down um, the James Bond ratings so that I can compare them as We go along, see, see how I feel about them. Like I said, okay. like, like I said before, this one is uh, um, I, I might just be tired, so it, it didn't really do much for me this film.
2: Um, fair enough. The <laughs> so second uh, and third ones will do more for you. This is like the beginning, like the, the, the next two or three are amazing. Uh, like,
1: I like you, I can't fault uh, uh, Sean yeah, Connery. I can't fault him at all for the film and obviously Ursula and her son whatever her name was. <laughs> um she, she she was um fine like wide. Um, yeah, um smoking. But um I it'll, it'll be I I'm I'm am i i do not want to give it too low because like I say I might just be tired. So I'm just gonna go down the middle and give it two and a half.
2: Walk it up. Wow. You're going to be so disappointed later on, Nick, when you see the next
1: film. <laughs> what do you mean? When we
2: get, when we get to Diamonds After Forever, there's going to be a few good ones. There's going to be a few good ones, Nick, along the way, but there's going to be a few really shit ones then. If you didn't ask, I back. mean,
1: like I say, I'm going to jot it down so that like, I'll be able to like give them lower ratings as I go along. Mm-hmm. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, it'll make sense um, when we get to it. Okay, okay. Uh, Jimbo, do you want
2: to go? I'm going to say, like, I'm just going to go straight on it. Yeah, I was going to go straight on it as well, but I think when it comes to the Bond films, it be out of five. It's out of five, isn't it? Uh, yeah. This is this is 4.5
1: out of five. Okay. So, so it, it, like, it's, what, it's one of the better ones, though, of James Bond
2: films. If you follow my weird, yeah. it actually is, yeah. um, Which is the first film, or the one that's got the word gold in it? Then yeah.
1: Well, like I say, like this is the only the very first James Bond I've ever seen, so I'm going to reserve the right to change that rating as we go along.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I, I want you to reserve that right as well. <laughs> I hope. I hope it changes. When you see some of the other ones, some of the yeah. other garbage, but also some of the other beautiful things that come out of it as well. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, so, yeah. so, so, tune in for that one on a future James Bond episode. <laughs> I might, I might, yeah. I might, I might up that, um, or even put it down. Who knows? I'm, I'm Who knows? This. Who
2: knows?
1: Who knows what the future holds? <laughs> <laughs> this
2: could be a I'll one one thing. Like, <laughs> what's a film called Marnie As well, we've we've been talking about the uh, Alfred Hitchcock films and stuff. The last oh, album yeah. Hitchcock film we watched was Marnie, which had Sean Connery in it. I think it was like similar era. He, he was Bonds. It might be nineteen sixty four. It might be like it might have come out a couple yeah. of years after after Doctor No. And you know, I was not a massive fan of Marnie. The whole thing, oh, yeah. it just it, it just didn't, didn't slot together. It just felt like a loose mess, in my opinion. Because I, I, I've been watching quite a few. Like last time we spoke on the pod, podcast. I, I wanted to watch more sort of Alfred Hitchcock films and stuff. And I, I already knew that obviously Sean Connery, bless his soul, had died. And I, yes. I, I already knew that I liked him as Bond and stuff like that. So I thought, yeah, I'll give that film a go. And he was just fucking sloppy mess. And yeah, okay, it was a bit sexist and stuff like that as well. But <laughs> yeah. Didn't have any, it was, uh, yeah, I was really disappointed by Marnie, unfortunately. Maybe that's my problem, or maybe that's you not know, a problem of the era.
0: Who knows? I might uh, check that out. I'm in a bit of a Hitchcock Sean Connery kind of rewatch mode at the moment as well, so I might uh, I might give that. Give a watch that a joke, John.
2: Well, I've been watching most of the main, um, you know, Hitchcock films, and most of them I've been amazed by. But Marnie was one of the least. I was least impressed by
0: that. Yeah, I'll definitely. Uh, okay. I'll try and watch it for the next pod. Give it. A, I'll check it out. But just uh, just on Doctor No, though, I'll just. Going off your like two rating system thing, Jimbo. Yeah, I was thinking all the way through in the build to this like, I love Doctor No, but there's other stuff coming up that'll be a five star film. So I was thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna bump this down to a four point five because I know that there's other stuff coming up that I like more that'll be a five star film. But when I watched it, I just loved it. I loved like every minute watching it. Was like, that's five stars. Club it. (laughs) you you allowed
2: to have a. Imagine back in the day when you're only allowed like five DVDs in a box set or something like that. If you only allowed five Bond films in the box set, Doctor No
0: would have to go in there, wouldn't it? Oh, that's a good, good question. I don't know. I think Doctor No would have to. so I think I think i probably pick Goldfinger over Doctor No personally, but if I had to pick one of sure the then again we've got quite a few amazing Bond films to come, haven't we? This is only the first one. Yeah. Though. I was just thinking that when Nick was saying before about like you know is this a good one? I was thinking that like next week, well it's the next next film from Rush with Love, I love that film as well, but it's very different to yeah, very different to Doctor No, and it's very it's more different of a to, film. yeah, it's more like more like an actual spy film. Doctor No, Doctor yeah. No
2: was something because it was an experiment, and yeah, like you said, they didn't really get the formula down. They were they didn't know what they were doing, but as soon as from Rush with Love came along they had the formula down and just went with it every single time after that, and it just worked a lot, some of the
0: time. Yeah, More than 50% of the time it worked. Yep, agreed. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a five, because it's, I love it, it's great. I can also one. agree with
2: you on that one. And all, yeah. all really I've got to say is also R.I.P. Darth Vader.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. Are you let yeah.
1: I did see that. It
2: wasn't James Earl Jones, it wasn't the guy who G. the voice, but he was the guy who did
0: the yeah, the around
2: watching. with the suit on.
0: <laughs> yeah, physically played him. He was the, uh, when I was a kid, he was the uh, Green Cross Code guy as well. Was he? Yeah. He did all the uh, safety efforts on TV and stuff. Well. That was a shame. Shame he's yeah.
3: dead.
0: But RIP to David prose <laughs> Again, though, I think he was 85, so you know, again, a great age to get to.
2: So Darth Vader and James Bond have both died around the same time, which is quite sad, I think. Two cultural icons. Definitely. It was my lifetime. It was my lifetime. Darth Vader and James Bond were probably the biggest ones. I mean, they were both made way before I was even alive, and they've only just died now. So, yeah,
0: massive icons. I was thinking that before, like, as a kid... Doctor No felt like a lifetime away from Star Wars to me in terms of like when it was made, but it was only fifteen years earlier. Yeah, not a long time. You know, mean, it's, it's nothing nowadays. Fifteen years, is it? Yeah, we've been in lockdown for fifteen years so far. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> but yeah, you but, uh, like,
3: that's
2: crazy. Like when Jimmy Hendrix was doing Woodstock in nineteen sixty nine. Up until like where I was conceived, it's like only a twenty year difference between that, and that sounds crazy. Like twenty years, I mean, okay, it's fair enough. It's a long time, but like Jimi Hendrix was like fucking playing Woodstock in nineteen sixty nine. Twenty years later, I was born. Sort of thing, like.
0: Yeah, I sometimes think of stuff like this. Like uh, when I was a kid, obviously a big Star Wars fan, I was proper hyped for the next the next film in the franchise, and it was the, ended up being the Phantom Menace. But that was a sixteen year wait from Return of the Jedi to the Phantom Menace, and it felt like a lifetime. But now we're 21 years past the Planet Minus, and it feels like yesterday. You know what I mean? It's mm. just weird. <laughs> it is weird. But I
2: remember, like, just before Star Wars Episode One came out, like 1996, like a couple of years before that, they sort of like re did the Star Wars original trilogy, and that sort of re- revitalized people's interests in the Star Wars
0: yeah. Um, thing. Didn't yeah. They Definitely the special editions. Yep. Yeah. I I, I loved it all the way through. It was a massive Star Wars fan. and so I was a bit of a bit of a nerd when it came to stuff like that. Like everyone was jumping back on the Star Wars bandwagon with the special editions, and I was like, "Oi, I've been a fan all the way through this. You're you're yeah. jumping on the bandwagon now. Now that it's cool again, kind of thing." <laughs> <laughs> so, have you seen Mandalorian yet, John? I've not. No, not what. Well, I've watched Summer of series one, but that's all.
1: Did you? What did, the fuck did,
0: you are you doing, John?
1: John, did you see uh, Elliot's um, claim? I did, yes. I thought
0: you so... he said if, it's the best Star Wars thing
1: ever. Yeah, so he said Rogue One was the best Disney Star Wars thing. I can't remember which yeah. he said was the best. Uh... He
2: said Empire Strike. No, he said Return of the Jedi was his Return best. Return of one. the
1: Jedi was his favorite movie. Which
2: is an I- only an, an idiot would sure. say that. <laughs>
1: Mandalorian's the best thing, isn't it? Do you, do you, do you not agree? Did you see my comments on it? No. Actually, that no, might no, be no, my. Comment. In fact I might have done. No, no I think I might of... have seen a couple of comments, but go on John. What
0: what do what your comments say? Eh? Oh I've not actually got it in front of me now, I can't think of what I put, but I was hoping one of used to have seen it.
1: I think <laughs> I did for because I don't know why, John, but every time you comment on one of Elliot's posts, I get a notification for it, and I have no idea why. <laughs> me too. No, me too. I have. I honestly have no idea why, John. But I literally get a notification on my phone going, "John Taylor commented on Elliot's post." I was like, Whoa. "I know, yeah." And they're talking about some <laughs> weird
2: Star Wars shit. You're not even interested in. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> Elliot tags me in a lot of memes and stuff. So whenever like Elliot does anything now, I get a notification. So <laughs> great. Elliot, great. Uh,
1: Maybe, no, to the toilet. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that is it, actually. Maybe it's maybe or... that's what it is. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Mandalorian Series 2. It's halfway out now. There is a bit of an issue with... Uh, what's her name? The, uh, the, the sexy uh, fighting lady because she's okay. really right-wing or something like that. Oh, sorry, Gina Carano, yeah. Gina Carano. And there's also another sexy fighting lady on there, isn't there? She's like a WWE fighter or something like
0: that. Oh, so yeah, Sasha Banks, yeah from uh, Sasha WWE. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. She's the uh the niece, I think, or yeah, the niece of Snoop Dogg. Is she for? She actually has Snoop Dogg coming to, come into like a WWE fight for her and stuff.
2: I, I I like Snoop Dogg. I think he's, he seems like a nice guy,
0: doesn't he? Yeah, seems like a good guy. Like uh, yeah. Uh Put this another. Uh, again, getting really nerdy here, but there's a character from the Star Wars cartoons called. A Tano. Is she going to be Rosario Dawson? Is that, is that her? Yeah, that's right. I believe she came into it this week. Well, I've not seen that episode yet, so we'll
2: see. Oh, sorry about that. Thanks, bro. <laughs> no, I've, I've already... I mean, uh, Jeff Bezos or whoever the fuck is controlling my phone that I look at has already shown me that, so I'm not worried that much. <laughs> I'm sorry to be... A fucking Star Wars TV programme, I'm not that full, to be fair.
0: Pretty cool yeah. though, Mandalorian. It's definitely worth a watch. I'm just so checked out on Star Wars now. Just like on everything, anything Star Wars, I'm just like, oh, I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I know, what you mean.
2: difficult yeah. too, isn't it?
0: Yeah. But honestly, it
2: it what, I'd, rec- I'd recommend just smash Mandalorian series one. Just smash, smash Mandalorian, mate. It's actually the best thing that they've done so far. Yeah, which is insane. I mean, I mean it is
1: Fingy, isn't it? Who, um, I don't know if he. Directed them all, but he definitely produced a lot of it. John um, Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, he's a. the wouldn't he, and, and he's and he's good in here, so you you can't really fault him on much of his work. I don't think. That's yeah. true.
0: And uh, Taika Waititi is involved as well.
1: He oh, is, is?
0: He is. is he? the robot in it or
2: something like that?
0: Yeah, he's one of the IG uh droids. I mean, I
2: liked him when he did sort of like. Little comedy parts and stuff like that. I think he was. Did he do like uh, what we do in the shadows?
3: Yeah, yeah he did, which yeah. I
2: really liked. But I also really didn't like Jojo Rabbit. I thought it was a bit shit. To be honest, I, Oh, really.
1: I love Jojo Rabbit. I thought it was. Cool. I think we spoke yeah, about we,
2: Have we not done a podcast dedicated to this?
1: I don't know if we no, did. Not dedicated not even spoke to, about it. I think we have spoke about it, but I don't think we uh, did a dedicated episode or anything. Well, I don't.
0: I don't think Jimbo spoke about it. I don't think. I don't know Jimbo Jimbo watched it.
1: Oh no, yeah, we have
0: spoke about this Shows how much you listen to your own podcasts Sean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't hate the film I don't hate the film, it worked well Whatever, bit of a joke Bit stupid, bit shit as well
0: Shocks, shocked I thought you'd like this Well Okay guys uh, We'll get on to anything else We've watched Anyone want to kick us off?
2: Uh, I'm not really anything I've watch, but apparently Alex Garland's bringing a new film out next year. Oh, what's it called? We don't know. The, we don't know that. Yet. Right, don't know right. that. Yeah. Right, right. This can... going to be a, lo- a low-budget sci-fi film set in the UK, oh. which excites me because obviously Alex Garland did the did the screenplay for Twenty Eight Days Later and. He he, he was a scream. He was obviously a novelist and stuff like that before we started making films. So I'm hoping it's going to be
0: like a 28 Days Later sort of feel to it. Well, he did uh, Ex Machina. Love that film. Low budget sci-fi film. And he Um, did Annihilation, which I thought was really good. Which I
2: actually watched Annihilation a couple of of weeks ago, actually, or a week ago or something like that. Which I hadn't seen it for ages, and I noticed it was on Netflix, and just watched it and.
1: It's a Netflix original, isn't it? Well, I'll say original, well, well, no, but, no, no. but they own the rights to in the UK. Yeah, it?
0: they own the rights yeah, to Yeah, that's it. right. It's a weird one where like Paramount in the US put it out in the theatres and stuff, but didn't have confidence in it doing well in the theatres, so they sold the UK rights to, to Netflix. Yeah. It's almost like and a precursor Alex to what's happened with COVID, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Alex Gallum was fuming about it. <laughs> I can
1: not
0: understand why. Have you yeah. seen Debs? Has anybody seen Debs yet? no i've still not watched it yet
3: no I've not. no no
2: but that's how Garland as well i'm a massive fan of him i think he's great um started out writing books. the beach great book great film yeah. got involved with obviously um what's called uh danny, danny boyle. boyle danny boyle did um obviously the beach did 28 days later um, did a few bit, did a few bits and bobs with uh, Danny Boyle and stuff like that, and then went on to the big, big, big boys. You know, apparently, uh, from what I've, what I've, heard, I'm not sure if we spoke at the last podcast. Uh, Dread, like um, apparently the director of Dread walked off set, and uh, Alex Garland just continued to be the the screenplay writer, and he just went on to direct the film. And if it wasn't for Danny Boyle, uh, sorry, if, if it wasn't for Alex Garland that film wouldn't have been anywhere near in the same shape as it would have been as it, as it got released. So basically, you could consider... I think it was... is um, it Carl Urban? Yeah. Uh, he actually said, if it wasn't for Alex Garland, uh, this film would just not have worked. It wouldn't have happened, like, literally. Like, it, it, Alex Garland, basically, this is his directorial debut, in a way. Yeah.
0: Which I thought was quite interesting. It's funny. I didn't even know that Garland was involved with Dread until you mentioned it the other week. <clears throat> Insane, but apparently he was the the person that
2: made it what it was, which was even crazier. Yeah, might
0: have to rewatch Dread. It's quite uh, I quite like it. I I watched it about a month ago, and you know what? It's brilliant. (laughs) I do like it.
2: If you want to watch something simple, but also it's it, it. It still captivates you because it seems real and it works and it's sort of like, it's crazy, but like it's going to be an if it's a sci-fi film, but it works so well.
0: Dread, I was impressed by that. Mm. Yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, go back and check it out again. Can I just uh, jump onto something? Yeah. I watched a film called Tiger House this week on Amazon Prime. Not an amazing, not a great film or anything. I'll give it like a two point five out of five. It's a kind of standard uh, family are trapped in a house when when burglars turn up to, to do a high a high tech like uh, robbery kind of thing. Yeah. Are they men? And is there some women that they <clears throat> want to rape or something like that? It's more I, I, they're doing like a bank job or. I'll be honest with you. I'm not even sure what the details of it are now. Is are some, some, where, like, like some weird shit going on or not? Not really. It's just like it's almost like not important. You just know that they're there to cause trouble, and the family have got to fight back. And the uh, the son's girlfriend is at the house, who you find out is like a former gymnast, and she retired because of injury. And like the whole film is her using her gymnastic skills to like get around the house and stuff. <laughs> and to, like, be... they went to Jurassic Park two then, where the where um... <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know what she, I mean. she she spin kicks a, a dinosaur through a wall. <laughs> yeah, fucking
3: <that's> crazy, doesn't
0: <laughs> it? But yeah. well, the reason I mention it is it's uh, the girl that is Kaya Scodel- Scodelario, I think it's pronounced, who wow. was in Skins years ago. What she's like in doing the TV program? Yeah, she's doing a lot of Hollywood stuff. She was in like uh, a film called Crawl with alligators last year. Oh, is she the main woman? Is she Ethy Is she In in, in Crawl? It's like the, 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 the dark-haired girl who's the most, the famous one off that programme. Oh, sorry, from Skins. Sorry. I can't remember now. I'm not sure if that's her or not. I think it might be.
2: Because the guy who got big from Skins, he, he, he got big from Skins, didn't he? Yeah, is that Jack O'Connell or something? I can't remember his name now, but he did, he did really well, didn't
0: he? Yeah. But uh, this girl, she was in the latest powers of the Caribbean film as the daughter of... Uh, Captain Barbosa. She's doing a lot of Hollywood films now. I have no idea what that any of that means, but I don't know <laughs> the only reason I mention this film is that Caius Scodelario plays a former gymnast who uses her gymnast skills to fight off the burglars. And it's really similar to Crawl, which was also Caius Scodelario. And in that she played a former swimmer who like used her swimming skills to escape the house full of alligators. <laughs> It's like a weird little subgenre of like Kaya Scudalario films, where like she'll just play someone with a who used to do something, who then who then uses those skills to like beat burglars or alligators or whoever's in their home. <laughs> Amazing! Yeah, she's cool. got like her own little like subgenre going. I'm I'm loving it. Uh, but yeah, two point five out of five for Tiger House. I mean, if you haven't watched Crawl, definitely check that out. Last class, but yeah, wow. if, uh, if any of that sounds interesting to you, give it give it a try. Okay. Wow. Well, Anybody else got anything?
3: Uh,
2: uh, the only thing I can really say is, like, um, Rudy Giuliani was um, Donald Trump's, um, like, sort of solicitor or something like that. Is that what we call it? Oh,
3: yeah.
0: oh, yeah. I think he's in charge of the uh, the appeal of the fraudulent votes or something like that. Well, he, said, he, he made a quote from My Cousin Vinny. Oh, really? Uh,
2: <laughs> he made a quote from that film and literally the, 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 the director of that film literally said, no, you can get fucked. Like, you're not having that. And I, can't, I can't remember <laughs> who the, name of the guy was.
0: I can't think now. I know that Joe Pesci was in My Cousin Vinny. He
2: was, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, Machio, yeah, yeah. But... And Giuliani,
2: like, Rudy Giuliani, sorry. He's like, oh, God. Is, uh, it's quite cringe worthy,
1: isn't it? There's uh, a lot of the they're the kind of coming across a lot of these hurdles, the uh Trump administration. Um like they've they've been playing like loads of like rock songs and stuff, but like um you know, like they're kind of uh what do called, you know, where he goes out and has a crowd and shit. So it's
0: like a rally and stuff,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh rallies, that's it. He has like a load of rock music and the and the musicians come out and they're like, Yeah, you can make yeah, it. You're not. You're not using that, mate. No.
2: A good idea. What? What? One good. What good example of that was. Um, what's it called? Um, oh, take me in, oh tender woman. You know that one. Um, it's a it's a famous song. Yes. Um, and. Yeah, yeah, he, he got fucked for that because it was like, yeah, the guy, he's guy now the guy wrote that song, but he would never have been. He wasn't a racist like you are, Donald. So <laughs> he, he would never
1: have been yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he has come across a few hurdles. Not long ago, I mean, I just need him to leave now. I just want him to fuck off. I'm sick of seeing his name in the news because it's such... it's
2: funny though,
1: isn't it? Though, <laughs> but he's such a piece of shit, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Shit. I, I genuinely don't know how much of a piece of shit um, Joe Biden is. He probably is a bit of a piece of shit, but
2: I think Joe Biden is a fucking rapist piece but... of shit himself,
1: <laughs> but... <laughs> but but um but I'm just sick of seeing about Donald Trump now. I just I need him to fuck off.
2: <laughs> Anything's better than Trump, it? I mean, Biden, we've seen him we've seen the creepy pictures with his creepy videos of him like touching girls. <laughs> didn't, didn't I mean, wasn't
1: wasn't it proven that those pictures though were actually like um cousins or nieces or something at like a birthday party like they they, they weren't like as creepy as it was made out to be yeah. like well
2: i hope so i hope so
1: uh i think i, 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 I I think that's just another one of those things where, like, Trump like goes, "Oh, look, maybe he's a fucking pedo." I was like, "Yeah, yeah. no, but that's literally his
2: Literally, Trump is genuinely a fucking pedo. though. he knocks about with fucking uh, Harvey Weinstein, and he knocked he knocked him out with uh, what was that guy who didn't commit suicide called?
0: Oh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. That's,
2: that's a fella. To be
0: fair to Trump, I don't think Trump actually did knock about with him. It was. They were photographed together a few times, but it's more like, like Bill no, he Clinton. He went to his
2: island. I think Trump went to his island. He's got, he had a private island of, of, of like, little girls knocking about and stuff like that. Oh,
0: I James. don't know Trump did. I know that Bill Clinton definitely did, the former president. He's been proven to have been there a few times. My
2: fellow Americans had a sexual relations with that woman.
0: <laughs> but on the, uh, on the Joe Biden thing, I've never been a big fan of him. Just purely because of his age, I just don't think... Somebody that age should be given that kind of power. Kind yeah, of thing. he's only he's only four years younger than Trump. I know, but that's but when he's it's due to serve eight years now, so he'll be eighty six. <clears throat> By the time he's eight, if he if he stays in term, stays in power for two terms,
1: yeah. But but be... that's
2: crazy, John. That is literally crazy but, but what you're wait. saying there, no, John. He... It is because like this guy is like okay, fair enough. He might be a nonce or whatever, fucking hell. <laughs> But We're about age now, and like Donald Trump is like four years younger than him, and he's like he's he's some like way worse shit. So,
0: sorry, Nick, you're gonna say something, that or... no, 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 no.
1: oh (laughs) (laughs) no with the uh i feel
0: awkward now sorry (laughs) (laughs) with the joe biden thing it's the uh the age has always always been the factor for me just the fact that like a man who turns 79 next month is expected to like spend eight years in charge of probably the world's most powerful country uh and that's that's always been the thing for me a bit like well, Trump is literally
2: four years younger than him. It's not much in it, though. They're both in the 70s or 80s, aren't they? Both oh, sorry, no, 40s. yeah, but,
0: but if Trump would have won, he'd have served a second term up to when he was 78, which is the age that Joe Biden is now, facing eight years of service. Do you think Do you know four I mean? years makes much difference to you? It's not really four years. It's like, because Trump only, only, would have only had four years left, Biden's got eight years ahead of him. Do you know what I mean? I see what you mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, like I said, that, that's been, that was the whole stumbling block for me with Biden. But I read a column the other week which kind of won me round on him. Like, uh, I had no idea the struggles he's been through, kind of thing. He had a son called Bo Biden who was. Who did? Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe Biden. Yeah, he had a son called Bo Biden who seemed like the greatest guy in the world. Why kind of they like, call him Bo? Just an American thing, innit? They love that, don't they? Like uh, Bo Bridges, Jeff Bridges' brother. Oh. Americans yeah.
2: seem different to us, don't
0: they? <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, Bo Biden seemed like the greatest guy in the world, kind of thing. And like, he had a, a bright future ahead of him in politics, like a potential future president, kind of thing. And he got brain cancer at the age of like 32 and just died. Oh,
3: Jesus,
0: yeah. And like, Joe Biden's had loads of tragedy like that. Like, in his uh, when he, in the 70s, he was involved in a car crash and his first wife and child was killed in a car crash. Yeah. And stuff. wow, I didn't know that. So just reading about all this stuff that he's been through, and I was like, fucking hell, he actually sounds like a genuinely decent guy kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. Like I said, the, the age thing is a bit of a stumbling block for me, but like, it, I have been one round a bit, a bit by him, to be honest. Does seem like a good character.
1: Yeah.
2: I think the age is the least of our worries when it comes to some of these old con who are knocking him out, like Donald Trump. He's an old cunt, and he's <laughs> actually a cunt. So, there's no... <laughs> just age doesn't matter.
1: Donald Trump is a fucking massive weapon. <laughs> yeah, I've I, I, I've said it to people before. I think like the planet has genuinely suffered because of his uh, presidency, and if he had another four years, I don't I don't even know if we'd, uh, the planet would survive. I'm not gonna lie. It
2: seems, honestly like Donald Trump. Thinks he's fucking top, thinks he's boss. He's a is narcissist, Basically, isn't he? He served one term, which when was the last person who served one term? It was in the ni- early 90s. Nobody George,
0: served George
1: Bush
2: Sr. George Bush Sr. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that was the last person to serve one term. So, I mean, that's one thing. I was, yeah, reading,
1: I was, I was reading about a, a president, uh, I can't remember which one it is now. I mean, I will look it up and tell you about it later. But um basically it set, he was told that at the age of uh, I think eighty-four, he was gonna die. Um so so he didn't uh he, he didn't run for the second term because he didn't oh, want I to I know who you're
2: talking about. Yeah. Should
1: so like Ronald Reagan,
2: maybe I don't know. Ronald Reagan, yeah. Yeah this was um, on a Reddit one the other day, wasn't it? Uh,
1: yeah, solar. yeah. And he uh um, and he didn't run for his second term because he didn't want to die like mid- midway through the term. But he ended up um, not running and then died at the age of 84. Two
2: days after. Two days before or something, wasn't
1: it? It was two days after his second presidency would have ended. <laughs> there was something more to okay, that don't story think... on it. It was
2: something like he did it for a certain reason, wasn't it? Like because of his
0: wife or something like that. Was well, no. that making? I thought Reagan I thought had two terms.
1: It might not have been him. Sorry, it might have been someone else, but... Oh,
0: was it Jimmy Carter? Oh, no, I don't
1: know. No, it yeah. weren't Jimmy Carter, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Yeah, cool. American, Americans are weird.
2: <laughs> American presidents are weird, I should say. American listeners, sorry. English people are weird. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we've got a few American listeners as well. I'll, I'll, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder how many of them will have left after uh, releasing this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I imagine the people who are interested in watching films and listening to reason, uh, to, to, I can't imagine there's chunks of no, no to out, be fair,
1: To be fair though, like John, you should be checking your email, the email address. What? What's the email address again, John? Um,
0: uh, don't spoil the ending at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, you should check that after releasing this episode because you might get some angry emails from some of yeah. the American <laughs> listeners.
0: <laughs> I
2: feel like it sounds weird, doesn't it, to say that? I feel like people who are extremely right wing are not the kind of people who are going to be listening to this, song, are they really?
1: I suppose uh, not, but, but I mean, anyone could listen to it, couldn't they?
2: You know what I mean? There's no political thing. I mean, I don't literally, I think any if you're well, a politician, you're a, what,
1: a cunt. No, <laughs> what, what what I was thinking more, James, though, is that like a lot of Americans that I see on like social media and stuff, if like you comment on their kind of politics, to go, "It's our politics. Get out, get out of it." It's just fucking. It's understandable. None of your, none of your business. Yeah, like
0: don't stick your nose in, kind of thing. Oh
2: yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, what so, Americans yeah. do is what Americans do, and I don't care about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm English. So I mean, I've got, I've got yeah. enough problems.
1: Yeah, but um, I mean yeah should we should, should we get back into actually talking about movies
0: yeah cool cool i've uh i've got one more film if that's okay yeah, yeah. i watched uh a, a film that jimbo mentioned the other week called his house oh my god what do you think john a film on netflix uh i i really enjoyed it thought, thought it was great i did uh, i agree with everything everything you said about it uh like just how well-made it is. There's one bit where the main actor is like like uh, sat down at a table, eating his tea or something. And the camera pans back. And there's a weird, like, it's a weird like effect where the camera pans back from the table and all of a sudden is in like the middle of all this water with like this weird coloured sky and yeah. stuff. Again, just an amazing visual kind of thing. It's like Me really it's well...
2: John, should we explain to the listeners what actually that film's about? It's like literally, it's about like a African couple who come from a war-torn country. They've travelled yeah. to England in a really kind of roundabout way, and it's it's the guy who plays bloody um, Doctor Who in one of the things yeah. isn't it. Doctor Matt Who Smith. is in it.
0: Yeah, Matt Smith is the uh, like the housing agent for them, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who has a a refugee couple get assigned to a house. <clears throat> it's a really good look, at, like the uh, like the refugee experience kind of thing. You know what I mean? And showing you like what they go through kind of thing. Yeah. And like, there's there's one like there's one bit that ob- obviously it's a horror film, but I think the scariest bit of the film was where the the wife, well sorry the uh, the, the female partner of the two, is trying yeah, to yeah, find yeah. the uh, trying to find the way to the doctors. And she comes across a group of kids on the street,
2: and the beautiful thing about this is that she's obviously of of African descent. She's black, and the kids they're black, and they're saying "fuck off, go back home," and they're being really yeah. racist and stuff like that.
0: <clears throat> yeah, just showing like the levels of racism, kind of thing. That
2: it's like it doesn't matter where you're from. Like literally, just, you can be you you can have racism. Put on you, regardless of, of where or what where you from. And stuff. That was honestly, I, I really like that film, and it was it, it it opened my eyes.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, there was one bit where the they show you a bit of their background coming from the coming from Africa yeah. and like trying to escape where they were. And uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a bit of a twist in there that I just had no idea was coming. of thing. Yeah, 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 I know. Like it totally, totally floored me, kind of thing. And uh, yeah, just really clever film, really, really well made, really well acted as well. The two, act- the two I main actors that. are fantastic. Nick, I highly uh, recommend if you have not seen this film, like honestly,
2: 100, it's worth watching. Yeah, and sounds Any people are listening,
0: like it's, it's definitely worth a watch.
1: Sounds yeah, it. Yeah, really enjoyed. Oh my God, it. Give it a watch, yeah.
0: yeah. And. Uh, yeah, just really, really well acted, really well made film. Uh, I'll, I'll give it like, it's one of them that I might, I might go back to in a year or so. But I'll give it a four, four out of five for now, but might go up on a rewatch.
3: Yeah.
0: No, I mean, John, so, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. Like four out of five, that, that's quite
2: high for your standards, but do you know what? It doesn't need massive budget. But to be
0: honest, it looked like it had a decent budget, didn't it? Yeah, it looked like, I said, it looked like a good, uh, well put together film, didn't it, and stuff. Yeah. And, like, what, what I like about it as well is that there's more than one thing at play. It's not just, yeah. like, a, a monster film kind of thing. There are levels of, like, stuff they're dealing yeah. with personally that all feed into it kind of thing. That... It's about people.
2: It's uh, These people have, like, came over from a war torn country. They've lost their kid as well, haven't they? Like, they, they lost, like, a daughter or something like that. Yeah. In On the way, and that's, like, fucking horrible. And that's the thing that's we see it in the news now. Like that's what's happening
0: now. That's what's happening every day. Like yeah, yeah, yeah so so uh, yeah, definitely, definitely give it a watch. It's on that anyway. film. And there's the no other new films people, coming out. The people
2: who are acting in that film do it perfectly, and it's funny in some ways. John, there were some funny bits in it as well. It's like you shouldn't laugh, but. Because it's it's not a funny thing, but it's 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 a horror film as well. So you you're allowed to laugh at that. But like, there's some (laughs) bit in the film where like it's genuinely like it's it is funny. It's like honestly, it's really well put together. Hundred percent. I cannot I cannot recommend that film enough. Definitely.
0: If you've got Netflix, definitely check it out. Hundred percent. Great stuff. I think think that's me done. Have you guys got anything else?
1: I can just go through a few movies i watched like very yeah. quickly because to be fair, we've, we've, we've got eight and a half minutes left on this timer. so um but um I'll do, basically like this week of what i've been watching films after work um and i'll just mention two of them that i watched um i think james has probably mentioned them on at least four different podcasts that we've done <laughs> um, <laughs> um, um, because it's the Coen brothers' movies that I watched. Uh, Burn after wow. reading. Burn after reading for the first time. That was that was an interesting film. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, yeah. It's funny that. But, um,
0: what did you think of uh George Clooney's giant cock machine yeah. that he built? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, that was
0: too random for me personally.
1: No, I thought that was <laughs> amazing. No, it was just like. Because obviously, like, he's building this thing with, like, welding it. And changes was like, what is he yeah. doing? What is he I feel, doing? You
2: feel sorry for him, that like, he's not going to get to use it as well. You feel sorry for the guy, don't you? Well, <laughs> it,
1: it, it was never for him to use, was it? He's
2: built it for a woman, honestly. It's, well, it's, I know that, but he doesn't, he doesn't get to use it on the woman, does he?
1: No. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. Um, I enjoyed that. um I, I think I'll give that maybe a four out of five. Yeah. Five and then I watched, uh, I have seen this before, but I watched No Country for Old Men as well. Um, oh, great. yeah. Class film. 4, 4, great film. 4.5 out of 5, really? yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you think uh, Anton, Anton Sugar kills Kelly McDonald at the end, or have you not, have you not got any opinion on it?
1: Oh, wait. Refresh, <laughs> the mem- refresh the memory on this bit.
0: At the very end, Anton Sugar finds the girlfriend of yeah. He does what's, it so. what's, the, what's it called now? What's the what's
1: he called?
0: Thanos. Um, J- Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah. Um, and you I mean, don't you don't know whether he kills her or not.
1: Yeah, you just see him walking out the is house.
0: To... Yeah, yeah. Wow. You just
1: you just you just, yeah, yeah. just seem kind of walking out the house, don't you? Um, yeah. Uh, left up to you. Um, I would I, I I would believe that he did kill her. Um because yeah i think he did <laughs> that's that, that that's that's just what he does isn't it so yeah yeah he's amazing in that though
0: yeah. uh oh what's he called now Anton sugar spanish actor
1: oh i can't remember the that, but he,
0: Bardem, that's it.
1: But he was in yeah. that film and so yeah he's yeah, amazing in that Yeah. yeah i got a that. great haircut as well that, that, i mean that's pretty much it, yeah. He has on there. Was a Bond villain as well,
0: wasn't he? Yeah, you on Skyfall, yep. Skyfall,
1: but, yeah. But they're, they're basically the only ones I wanted. I mean, I, I watched uh, uh, like some of the ones that I'd seen before, but I, I watched um, Sucker Punch because that was on Netflix. I noticed, um, oh, yeah, well, Zach Snyder. Yeah, oh, that, I'm
2: not into that at, it, at all. It, man. It,
1: it's it's very Zack Snyder that film, isn't it? <laughs> well,
2: is, yeah, I love you the know? idea of Sucker like Bunch because it's like it's got a cool idea and there's like like loads of like gorgeous women in it and stuff like that. There it,
3: it really is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but it was, I think it was it was executed terribly. It's, I a,
3: actually,
1: it's the
0: most Zack Snyder film I think that one. it
1: really is very Zack Snyder that, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. wasn't a
0: big fan of that. Ah, yeah. There, there was a quote at the time, like one critic said, like it's as if Sna- Zack Snyder just made a film of like his own fetishes, kind of thing. He just wanted it, to see these girls, in, like, in, like
2: you know of, I He's did, wanted to see cute girls doing
0: weird shit.
1: I did yeah. actually get that impression from it that it was very much um yes, a product of his own mind. That film. Yeah, that's but, pretty,
2: but he yeah, uh, has the power to do something
0: like that. You should probably do something good with it rather than just get <laughs> to dance around. That's now the reply to that critic, and he said, "Like, yeah, of course, that's what. I, like, I want to. I, I make films that I want to see, kind of thing. So he basically admitted that he was just making a fetish film for himself. Well, I mean, why not? <laughs> well, he's their own, I suppose. <laughs> right. Have you guys got anything else you want to talk about?
1: I think that's, that's it. Much it. Huh?
0: We spoke about, about Rudy Giuliani, haven't we? About
2: yeah. the. Uh... We have, yeah. fuck it now. Yeah, a yeah, couple well then, yeah. I think we have. We actually have covered everything. We've covered Rudy, and then we've covered like Donald Trump. We've <laughs> covered uh, covered James Bond stuff like that. Some of like uh, who who is going to play Bond in the future? Things like that.
0: Yeah. Well, well. Uh, as we move through the series, we'll uh, discuss future casting. Yeah, who 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 will come on to. I think Tom Hardy is the current favourite, isn't he? For
2: future
1: bond. Potentially. Really? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean he, he's just... I, don't think, I I I've got massive I, I I really like um Tom Hardy, I really like him. I don't think he's Bond. Uh,
1: I can't imagine I mean, like I say, I've only ever seen this one James Bond, but I can't imagine a James Bond that sounds like Bane. No. <laughs> well, I mean
3: to be
2: honest with me, that, that's, that's well, I mean, I've never seen the one where he's been that's probably one of the only films I've seen that he's not in.
0: <laughs> sorry that's one of the films I've not You've seen,
3: not
0: seen. That. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah we'll get onto that, uh, on to that on a future app. so you guys okay to wrap it up yeah 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 great stuff so cheers for listening guys we'll be back again in a few weeks before Crimbo with another episode we've just been talking about it but we're thinking about Tenet maybe for the next episode so yeah, yeah. looks like we'll be doing that so sounds good cheers guys
1: yeah thank and you very much, much.
0: Cheers, we'll catch you all again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Cheers, bye. Bye.
2: I hope you enjoyed the show. You can email with any feedback or complaints at don'tspoiltheending at gmail.com or you can tweet us at DSTE podcast. Thanks for watching.